You see, you know, things. everyone knows the story. Like, yeah, there's a mess going on in the background, yes. but it works perfectly. It makes you look cultured. Exactly. It makes me look like I have my shit under control. I'm like, yes, I will lie to you. Okay, you know what's amazing about all this? I recorded all of our beginning preamble. So. <laughs> Are we ready to get started, ladies? Yes. And if I get more water or pee, please excuse me. My bladder is the size of this. <laughs> You're fine. It's I'm okay. on a stimulant, so I'm constantly going to the bathroom. <laughs> A-D-H-D. Oh, Ashley, one more thing. Do we call you Ashley or Ashley? You can call me Ashley. Ashley's fine. Like, okay. for, like, hack is, I haven't really been as active as I probably could be because I've been so, with my career, I've been so busy. Uh, I know, so I kind of have to be like, oh my God. Like, like, <laughs> woman. woman. <laughs> She's growing <laughs> Barbie. I don't have to, like, pretend to like you to get your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I told you she's perfect. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I know, I was able to listen to some of your stuff, and I was actually catching up on your NSARS one, the one you sent me, and I think you, I think I was able to get as far, because I, you know, everybody's got shit to do, and I was able to get as far as, like, talking about, um, oh, I'm so ashamed of myself, I'm just so excited to see you, the beautiful man who played the back Black Panther role, I know it was- Oh, like, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, like that, like, I knew it was Chad something, and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna look like such an asshole because I'm so excited. Oh, like, oh, like good. my mom's the same way. She's like the Wakanda man, not like mom. But like the whole man. The Xbox, like my mom's so cute. She's like, did you see the Reeves at, at the Xbox? And I'm like, what? She's like, the Reeves at the Xbox. I'm like, mom, do you mean Keanu Reeves at the Xbox presentation? She's like, yes, Reeves at the Xbox. I'm like, yes, mom, I did. Thank you. We, we foundationally get our things from somewhere. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, parents are the starting point of it. <laughs> Bless their heart. I notice when I do this, I look like my dad and I'm getting those. So I'm like, oh, Botox. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Little scrunchies in your face. I totally like, get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Bit. I'm gonna do the quick beginning beginning spiel. Yeah, so yeah. welcome back to Lady Blurred Sing the Blues. You have your girl sometimes V and Kylie Too Smart. And we also have a special guest. Ah! We have Ashley. Ashley. Hello. Hello. You, I'm, I go by Ashley, but you can also call me Hack Attack or just Hack. And I am so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So quick, quick. Uh, what's the word? Not refrain, but um, clarification. Clarification. I met Ashley a while before COVID hit. February. Um, literally February. February. During yeah. the weekend of the Crunchyroll Awards. Um, and so like we met up and like hung out and uh, she, um, she and I and another friend of ours, Austin, we went to Emporium. I had to play some video games and do and do all the do all the fun stuff and um you know Austin was a is a mutual friend of ours I don't know if you guys know who this is but Xavier Woods from WWE um but you know at first it was like okay you two meet each other whatever and it turned into okay meet each other whatever too like we're gonna gang up on him. I think he knew what he was doing I think he knew <laughs> I think he knew Austin is he's such a great guy it's annoying because 
it's like, oh, you're so talented and you're so nice and you're legitimately a great person. Can I just, ugh, 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 you know? And then he introduces me to great people because I'm so, I'm not used, especially in California, I'm not used to people being so open and being able to be oh, yeah. friends right away and they're kind of like closed off. And I get that, like, that's fine. I don't know if it's like a culture thing, but it's like, dude, you really set me up, man. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he legit also knows great people and it's so annoying. It's like, could you just stop? Being such a great like ugh. <laughs> that's always the nice thing right like you don't meet someone and they're like oh your friends are pieces of shit you just learn that like oh your friends are fucking great what the hell <laughs> i know like they're not boring they're nice they actually initiate conversation and ask how you're doing like oh wh who is this person where did you pluck her heaven <laughs> <laughs> indeed i know it's like thank you for taking away the imposter syndrome and making me feel like i belong this Aww. is amazing <laughs> I am a professional ass gasser. Like if I adore you and I see your good qualities, you could put me on like speed down. I'll be like, okay, we're going to go through the list again. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> why you're amazing, great, and deserve to be here. This yep. is why you're going to manifest so many amazing things because you're just the fucking best. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our first kind of segment. So we kind of do just a general, like, how was your week? What a couple special things happened to you that made your week go really well, or maybe not so well. So Kylie, do you want to start? I mean, my week was amazing. Um, like happy Veterans Day. Shout out to all my veterans. Snap, 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 snap. Thank you for your service. Um, I, my boyfriend's a veteran. And I took him for breakfast at Scrambles. And we had some delicious potatoes. I love their, what, their campfire potatoes with, like, the fresh jalapenos. So oh, nice. So good. And then um, ran into a fantastic young man um, who had, like, his own pop-up shop in a truck. And, like, hopefully we'll connect with him later because I was like, dude, you're just killing it. Cool young black man. Tank shit. We'll have to, like... <laughs> Bro, he put me on to so many cool things that were happening in San Jose right now in terms of, like, people just popping up and doing, like, safe safe distancing with their businesses mm -hmm. but still traveling and but getting still to other, traveling and other like, still yeah. getting paid yeah there's not a lot of people who travel around in a truck to sell their merch yeah so <laughs> i think that's really cool um that he's able to do that and so yeah no good for him like you said i think we're gonna try to meet him up on wednesday yes because he also does music and i was listening to his music his music is dope yonix jones and he hands out little pokemon cards like of himself Are you serious that's his business card it was great it was like one thing after another that i was just like how could you not support support this guy he's... and that is such a good marketing opportunity to like have my pokemon cards and have different kind of cards i love yeah, this guy. Cards. i was like oh my god i gotta collect them all like i'll see you wednesday at the next pop-up sis i got you <laughs> cool. oh i love this guy guys we're getting our own truck we're just gonna put our faces on it we're just gonna sell random shit be like we're a big deal <laughs> right? yeah. yeah i love how nerdcore artists are also just like innovative as fuck so, like, so <laughs> smart they'll find a, another little thing to outline who they are and it's like okay not only that i do hip-hop and rap but check out my truck because <laughs> chuck had some dope art on it like oh it was everything was choice 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 and that made my whole week wednesday was just a just a beautiful day wednesday is a beautiful day no i'm really glad that you had a really good week um ashley you're gonna go last <laughs> but I'll kind of outline my week real quick. Um, I, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, um, you know, my attention was definitely directed to Miles Morales. 
the new <gasps> Spider-Man movie. Or have you been able to play it? Did you Did you get a PS5? Have you? Oh, how is okay. it? I love Miles. Wow, already. <laughs> look, look, she's always doing this to get away from the fact that she didn't watch One Piece like she's supposed to. Okay, okay give her a break. One, one, one Piece is a lot, or as I like to tell my friends who love it, One Piss. Anyways. <laughs> anime it's just like i i have ptsd from dragon ball and sailor moon and all that from when i was a kid the 500 episodes i'm like i can't do it anymore i need a 20 episode i need an ova and i'm done yeah 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 so i played it um i actually I played so it on the- <laughs> you're fine i played it on the ps4 i didn't get the five yet because oh. i was kind of getting a little sad i'm like when you mean the five isn't backwards compatible i have to oh i have God. to buy all my games again so like i just that's what I heard. So I'm like a, sad. a whole dedicated I'm a PlayStation girl through and through, but come on, if Xbox can do it, come on, PS. Like yeah, exactly. Ah. Exactly. So I bought it on the floor. It still looks just as beautiful. And I love I I played the the first Spider-Man for the PS4. So now that I'm playing Miles Morales, it's just really great. And they did a really good job like streamlining everything from the last game. So no spoilers, because I know people are still working through it, but it's fantastic. The representation the representation is there, not just with like Black Lives Matter, but you know, anybody who's disabled and and also LGBTQ. So it's it's amazing. So anybody who who wants to play the game, they should definitely look into buying this game. It's fantastic. Well, I didn't even know it was on the PS4. Guys, I work in video games and I'm so bad lately. I'm just like, meh. <laughs> because like, I, I'm so involved with our game. Like, I don't even notice what's going on. But the fact that you say it's on PS4, well, I'm gonna launch up this little fucking thing and be like, okay, Miles, let's fucking go. Because I, I love the character Miles. I've always loved his attitude. I love him. I, I mean, I love Peter Parker, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like a lot more people connect with Miles. I just love him. I'm just really yeah. fond of him. So I'm, I'm like, yes, let's load this motherfucker up. Let's turn yeah. on yeah. this. And into the Spider-Verse, like just getting him back to relevancy again was also a really good movie. Yeah. Like when Stacy and then like, you know, they gender bent um, Dr. Octavius to Octavia. Oh, and Dr. It was, Octavia was so hot. I know. Dr. Octavia, I'm like, Holy mm. shit, I fucking love her. She's like a washu. Like, I love, uh, love, love her. I love a problematic evil woman. I love it. <laughs> give, me, give me a bitch. Give me a mean woman, and I'm just like, step on me. It's fine. Like, I don't want her, like, I don't want any kind of bullshit reason why she's this way. I just want her to be fucking psycho. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Like, that was the allure, and I'm like, oh my god don't even bring back regular Dr. Octavia. So like, just keep her, please keep her. We had 2002 Spider-Man. It's fine. We could move on. Yes. I think it was 2002. It was, it was sometime. 2003. Wait, was uh, it the one on the Dreamcast? Is that one? Oh, no, I'm talking about the movie. Like, oh, like, we'll oh, just yeah, Dr. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to worry about that, man. It's fine. So Ashley, how's your week? <laughs> yeah. My week oh, is, you know what, like, Kylie, your week was definitely way more fun than mine. I think my week was mostly, I'm trying to think, I'm like, what did I do? I worked, I worked out, I got my hair toned, uh, you know, very exciting things. And then honestly, I, it's either some weeks are pretty fun and some weeks are just like, you just got to keep going, especially with COVID. It's just like, it's just a day. It's just a day. Oh, I have been rereading a book. And I know we're kind of getting on the subject of myth and mythology, but it's a book called Kirky by Madeline Miller. And it's about the goddess Kirky. And she's the daughter of Helios and um, I want to say Perse. 
And like, I've been definitely in a Greek mythology mood, kind of, <laughs> you know, blood of Zeus and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been rereading that and it's been a great book. And she also did one about Achilles and how she actually went for how Achilles and Patroclus were actually lovers. They weren't best friends. They weren't cousins. They <laughs> fucked. They fucked. They actually fucked. So I love her. Hard. <laughs> Honestly, like any anytime anybody brings up Greek mythology, they're like, they they fucked. Fucked. I'm like, of course they did. It's like, and Zeus whipped out his dick again. I'm like, of course he did. <laughs> so I guess like I've just been kind of doing that, and I'm trying to think of anything exciting. But you girls, like a little bit. I mean, I've been streaming a bit more because it's like I'm at a good point in my life. Where I'm like, okay, I can, and I and I finally hopped on to Final Fantasy 14. I'm a longtime Final Fantasy fan. I don't know why it took me this long to hop onto it. I am the laziest bitch. In my personal life, I'm very lazy. I'm the laziest person in the world. But finally, I hopped on. I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got it to find, like, your weeks are going to be much more exciting than mine. Much more exciting. Oh, you are so fine. Like, it, I've been, like, sometimes I just have to find that one little thing. Like, you yeah. telling me that you got your hair toned during the week during COVID is a big deal. Right? Well, I found an amazing woman in her hair place and I've known her for years and she's actually a personal friend. So I really trust her. And the hair place practices amazing social distancing protocols. And right. like, I don't feel threatened. They all wear masks. We all have to wear masks. We're all distance. And it's not even that many at a time, but it's just like, I feel comfortable and I felt comfortable enough to take her uh, a amino compromised friend to her. Mm-hmm. And she really made, you know, room for her and I think we had a place all to ourselves on Sunday so they really make room for you especially if you're immunocompromised yeah. and I was just like I'm so comfortable so I'm like okay get this fucking let's get this <laughs> like let's get it done yeah good no because like anytime I hear like oh you did a service that during COVID that like and I'm not I know how I sound I know I'm not being critical I'm just like oh you found the secret gem like you know that's how I'm just kind of like Outline. people who care <laughs> who care and I love it yeah. it helps that we're friends and we've been friends for years so I'm like I'm I know her and I know her personality and I know her morals so it's like I'm not gonna like be awakened I'd be like oh did I get the Miss Rona did Miss Rona come for me you know so it just make me feel better <laughs> yeah no it's good and I'm sure like like you you're keeping it safe like you're like okay if I'm having the sniffles I'm probably just gonna stay home mm-hmm and maybe spend some time with Miss Rona before she walks out my door. I think it's fine. Not saying it's that easy, but hopefully. No one has touched this bitch since February. I am <laughs> feeling it, y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm sacrificing a lot. <laughs> oh, sad. All right, going on to current events, um, I just want to kind of say rest in peace to Alex Trebek, long-running Jeopardy host. Just like, I, I saw a funny tweet where someone was like, man, that guy was so awesome. I thought he was black in his, back in his prime. And I'm like, wow. And it's just because he had the black afro and the thick black mustache. And I'm like, okay, I can see how you guys can misinterpret him as like a Lionel Richie. It makes total sense. But I just want to say what an honor for this man to be the face of Jeopardy for so long. Um, and just to be like such a huge influence. So I just want to like honor him like real quick saying like, you know, long live trivia king, Alex Trebek. I wonder if Will Ferrell's gonna do anything or SNL's gonna do anything for him because he was such an iconic character on SNL and I don't know but it doesn't matter if they do or do not but he it's so funny how he's such a background to your life and then it's gone like even growing up you had Jeopardy when you were sick and it's like this guy's gone yeah I saw that picture with the mustache and the fro and I was like okay Alex get it (laughs) 
You were 50 at the time? Get it. You know, you had a few girls being like, hey, man, let me just stroke your stash. <laughs> hey, flavor saver, you know, just work it. Yes, saver. <laughs> Bless. Yeah. Um, it turns out, like, before his death, he's done over, like, 37 seasons, and he's hosted over 8,200 episodes of Jeopardy. Literally, was a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, so oh. I loved him. Yeah, definitely more episodes than One Piece uh, ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, the reason for his death is I believe he had not, was it pancreatic cancer? Oh yeah, it was that he was diagnosed um, in March 2019 with pancreatic, stage four pancreatic cancer. So they said like, we don't know what his death is, but I'm sure it's probably implications of that. So, you know, cancer sucks, but you know, what a career. Yeah, I was going to say, oh. he did live, like, a full life. Life. Like, around 80 or 90, yeah. if you're going to go, it's like, you, you did, you did all of it. Like, you can go in peace, you know? And he, he, he did everything. <laughs> Shit. Well, you know that he did everything. He was just an icon. Mm -hmm. Even if you didn't know Jeopardy, you knew Alex Trebek. And I'm like, if only so many people are that lucky. Exactly. Exactly. You associate Jeopardy with Alex Trebek. No, if yeah. Um, I did hear some, uh, not protests, but um, what's the thing called when you're, oh, um, some clapback? No, no, no. They're doing it for LeVar Burton. Um, a petition, a petition that they want to petition LeVar Burton to be the next Jeopardy host, which I think would be great. Um, so there's multiple petitions going on across the internet. Who knows if they'll even hire him for it, but I think it would be a great idea to have Jordy to be the next guy in line. Jordy. If LeVar Burton actually does it, I will actually watch Jeopardy. <laughs> I think Alex Trebek did leave a list of people that he wanted and like onto the list Definitely, but fingers crossed that LeVar Burton was on that because I, I can't think of anybody better. I can't. Yeah, like, yeah no, I think he would be a great host. And like, I, I met him once real quick at a, at a, Star, oh, or a Star Trek convention. He, he's, his energy is just really, really good. Like he just has like really nice energy. And I mean, I know it was like a photo op, so you only get like two seconds with the person, but like he was just straight up like, come on guys, like let's, let's do the thing. Like you know, smile, and then he's like, thank you so much, and I'm like, you're so polite for going from person to person, oh my god, and this was pre-COVID, obviously, but I'm like, wow, like, if I was in that situation where there's a bunch of people lining up to take yes. me, I would be stressed, I'm like, get the fuck over here, say cheese, all right, get the hell out. <laughs> I have, I have less than that, man, and I would be that bitch that's like, hi, it's like, oh my god, fucking get out of my face, <laughs> mm -hmm. and like, people who can actually like genuinely enjoy that and genuinely be thankful for where they are and actually like it exudes off them because I'm sure like living living in Hollywood in California you definitely have people where it's like hi and it's like oh that energy is ooh, udo, udo. like yeah. they they yeah. are not liking you they don't like what they do they're ready to go home and I get that mm -hmm. especially in a comic-con a million Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> <laughs> I mean and I, I feel like I would be that bitch that's like oh I'm so done where's the scotch and just grab it under my table and do right. that Right. Like, if he's like a legit wonderful person, I wish him, I would love to see him on my TV every day, like guessing shit and be like, I'm a dumb bitch, but I'm a try for you, LeVar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. But yes, rest in peace, uh, Alex Trebek. Um, I want to kind of laugh at the whole thing that uh, Trump really tried to do a recount and then is losing by five plus million votes. 
like he told his followers not to do mail-in voting and then the people who did mail-in voting were probably democrats because like i don't want to go out and go get covid like i'm going to mail and vote and it's just like what do you expect why are you surprised like I'm gonna let you finish. I'm just like, I can't oh, wrap my head around it. Yeah, you were expecting yeah, um, logic. logic. And see, Kylie, I can't understand. I feel bad for you because <laughs> like, <laughs> you're actually smart and you have to deal with this. Sad. Yes. Unfortunately, we do have to bring up politics just a little bit just to like say like we're acknowledging that this is happening. But we did see a move out van by the White House. So, you know, whether if he gets dragged out or not, like the, he's gonna leave. And we already seen the new house dogs, Biden's beautiful, like, He's German so shepherds. Uh, so, like, I'm ready for those dogs to just rain and piss everywhere to claim their territory in the White House. Oh, wow. and, oh what, uh, what uh, First Lady Melania did to that fucking garden. Like, she ripped out Jackie's uh, crab apple trees. I'm like, you know what? Go piss on her roses. Go piss on those boring-ass roses that she yeah. did. That girl was ready to be done being first lady. She's like, I hate this. Her Christmas was... It was gothic. <laughs> it was gothic. But not in a good way. I'm like, I love me some Tim Burton goth feels. You know what I'm saying? But no, it was a sad... I'll have to go check that out. I didn't even know that happened. Like... It was like gray. <laughs> Christmas. Oh. It was all like sad, monochromatic. This is what happens when your sugar daddy goes to the White House. It's like, no, you were supposed to be dead by now. What the this fuck? This is what happens when your sugar daddy just doesn't know how to bring it up anymore, I mean. Oh, that. <laughs> like, that girl is probably having a hard time sneaking it in. Meanwhile, this guy is probably getting touched by whomever just to get a little bit of attention. Did you know that there was a fake Melania conspiracy? Yes, I love that conspiracy! Yes, and look at her face and I'm like okay is this someone who was on his team and who happens to look like her because that can happen and I, I'm like I'm definitely one of those where it's like okay before people go crazy what is maybe the actual you know explanation because if it is someone who looks like her but if it, if it was a stand-in that's ridiculous <laughs> I think they got tired of the footage of Melania smacking his hand away and you know like they were like this is not good they had like the hashtag rescue Melania for so long they were like we need to uh, revamp this image Baron is just in the basement trying to play Call of Duty or King of Hearts or whatever. It's just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, Baron Trump is like, I just, my parents are crazy. I just want to hang out with Tiffany because Tiffany is the realest. I don't give a shit about my older siblings, Ivanka Jr., and whatever the fuck his name is, Eric or whatever. Like, I just want to play video games and hack things. I just, I don't care about my parents. Like, I wonder how New York society is gonna welcome them again. Like, that's what I'm kind of like, ooh, where's my popcorn? I'm not even in the society. And I'm like, are they gonna just be like, get out? Are they gonna be like, okay. I don't know, rich people. I, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm sure the only people that they're gonna be talking to is like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> and who's just as awful and got caught almost like getting a blowjob by some girl off of Borat like it's it's a mess <laughs> it's a mess the whole administration is a mess it's all a mess and I'm just like if this was it my current United States administration this would be the best drama show ever but so to the rest of the world I hope we gave you some damn good tv <laughs> <laughs> right. so thank you for watching our reality show 
the government edition. Uh, now it's over, season's over, season finale. Um, everything's gonna be good again in January. Sorry, April Fools, like that guy wasn't real. It's fine. Um, so I wanna uh, bring up that, I don't know if you know about Jill Scott, uh, but Jill Scott, who is an R&B soul, soul vocalist, yes. um, mostly known for her album, Woman. Uh, she's coming out with a new podcast called J-Ill. Um, I'm really excited about that. I think, Kylie, you have the details of when that comes out. Yes. Um, so it's going to be um, released by iHeartMedia. And um, it's like right around the corner. So I first read November 11th, but I think it was Friday. Oh, so it's actually out now. Yeah. No, I think they're going to be doing it next Friday. I oh, think it was like Friday. an early okay. release. It was like a um, like raffle thing. Like you could get early access to it oh like oh be, like before it nationally goes mm -hmm. out like you can okay i see yes yeah well i'm excited about that i'm always down to listen to more podcasts by that lady she was like my Liz, like she was like the lizzo before she lizzo. was like my lizzo she yeah. was my yeah let's be real <laughs> she was my lizzo yeah so jill scott does a lot of just like you know woman empowerment like you don't need that man like believe in yourself like blah 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 so and i say blah 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 like as in this is amazing so like blah 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 we all know her rep she got yeah. out here giving <laughs> blowjobs to microphones and people lost their minds oh i forgot about that how did you forget about that <laughs> 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 is this trying to be sexy and I was like do you guys not know who Jill Scott is this bitch is the reason you like are here in existence your parents was bumping and grinding to some Jill Scott so get on oh like, my, oh my god goodness. I forgot I am an uncultured soul I apologize and I need to check her out because um so like I've never been like a jazz enthusiast but I am definitely down to listen to any kind of recommendation so now the fact that you said auntie stuck in a microphone I'm like, well, this is now my new favorite person. Yes. <laughs> to she, her, the queen. I love it when older women, oh, they're sexual. I'm like, yes, bitch, get that young dick, get it. Or just be dick. She's not even that old. I mean, she looks gorgeous. I just saw her and I'm like, oh, fuck her. Oh, oh, oh yeah, she's she's 48, but she looks like she's 20. You know, she's 48. Yeah, she's got she's that. 40. She looks like she's 28. Uh, she literally she's, looks like she's like 30 or 25 or she's something. She's gonna like that. look that way. She's a gorgeous face. She's just very like I'm. Just, I'm looking her up right now. I'm on her Wikipedia because I'm like maybe I've heard music because that's happened before. Probably have. I've probably heard them. I just don't have a face to the music, but uh, I love her <laughs> already. <laughs> Yeah, her woman album is like my favorite one. It's the one that I think that really like pushed past into like the billboards, I think, but that's the, the best one I think to get into. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend that. But oh my gosh, 48 bitch. Oh, killing it. And I'm oh sorry, my God. So it's going to be dropping for the public on November 18th. 18th. Okay. Yes. So that's literally three days from now. We have three days. Okay. I'm down for this. I am down for this. All right. Uh, did you want to talk about Jake Cameron real quick? Did I? I was like, no. Uh, next time. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, and then the last thing about current events is that Miss Blue Ivy Carter, who's been taking charge of her life, thanks to endorsements from Beyonce Carter, Nose <laughs> Carter, and... It's and like, how do I support someone without sounding like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> She uh, has a audiobook or she read for uh matthew cherry's hair love which was like a nice animated short about african-american hair um oh, and i love that short 
Yeah, oh, I cry. I can't. I oh, I can't. Like I'm just right? like oh. any kind of familial love or anything. I'm just, oh. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. But good for her. Good for her. I wish my mommy, you know, was Beyonce. But whatever. We can't have it. <laughs> She um she has this book out um I think it's very poetic because I know when um Blue Ivy was out in public and being like you know paparazzi and whatnot that people oh. are like what's wrong with her hair why is her hair looking like that why does it not look like Beyonce's hair and I'm like Beyonce has gone through so many treatments with her hair straightens it on the daily has so many extensions like we don't even know what Beyonce's real hair looks like at this point I mean isn't that exhausting to your hair like I- I'm a white woman my hair can look either frizzy or like a dead dick it don't matter like like I <laughs> It, it it can have life in it, but it's just like I would think constant treatments on your hair it loses the soul, it loses the vibrancy, it loses the luster of it. And so I when I see and when I see people with what I assume is natural hair, it looks gorgeous, it's fit. And I'm sure you have to put some kind of like with like every person in the world, you have to put some kind of um I want to say like mousse or gel or butter or something yeah, conditioner yeah. yeah to keep it. But like. It, it like that was Beyonce's choice. Beyonce's choice was to do that. Your hair, God, you know the girls wearing wigs. Everybody wears wigs. It's, uh, Kylie wears wigs. Everybody wears wigs. Yo, Meg Thee Stallion is queen wig. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I love her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. She could step on me, and I'll be like, yes, ma'am. Thank you. But I, it did this poor girl. She's just like, even as when I was a kid, my head was in a ponytail. It, my hair was not dyed or anything. It's like this is a little girl. Let her like. Who gives a shit? Like she's a girl. She's got beautiful, you know, untreated hair. Let it stay that way for a little bit. And when she wants to, she can treat it. But until then, fuck off. Like yeah, yeah. These are like ignorant adults, like attacking this poor baby. You know, it's gross. It's just gross. Let her do her hair the way that she needs to do. She was. She's still young. Like, you know, I would imagine that, you know, getting her hair done up and then going to school it's and coming sick. back and it's just a mess. Like all of us who are children, like my mom tried to do the cute, like half like ponytail, like half down thing. And I would come back and my hair would be such a mess because I'm like rolling in sandboxes. Oh, literally like <laughs> twigs, six, mud, whatever. Did you ever do the Sailor Moon buns? Did you ever do the Sailor Moon buns? No, I didn't I do that until much buns. later. Yeah. Yeah. My, my hair, my buns would be like down to like here by the end of the day right <laughs> right the girls what six or seven Ugh. yeah if i would have done the buns as a kid like it would start really nice and then by the end of the day like everything would be shrunken up and it would look really like matted and tangled uh it would have been a mess i had hippie <laughs> long stockings braids as a that's child that's cute do you have a picture if you have a picture of that i, I will do. pay you <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah kudos to blue ivy for reading that book um getting that hair love book more more um attention and not notoriety but you know just building its reputation of how great it was like i remember when matthew cherry was still kickstarter and now it's like flourished into this like like this notable story so like you know congratulations to matthew cherry i'm so glad that blue ivy read this book and it's now available on audible so like if you have audible credits pay that money to listen to that book (laughs) well i think also ups has now is now 2020 it's now starting to allow natural black hairstyles Oh, and right. now yeah. and it's like i i i'm ignorant i'm ignorant i'm a white person i'm not going to hear about this all the time but even i was like 
are you fucking kidding me? What? And I, and it's just one of those things where I wonder if, um, animations and cartoons and like things that spread like that, I wonder if they kind of give conscience to the fact that that's not okay. And that it's such a judgment and it's just like, uh, and so I love it when people make animations and stories like that, where it touches hearts and it spreads, but then you have to go, why did it take until 2020? This is ridiculous. Right. Like, And I think there's also a number of that going on too. Like not only like, you know, there's the, the love side of it where it's like, okay, so there's a story that's, that's showing a representation. There's yeah. actual more cartoons coming out. Like for example, um, there's their cartoon network show with like this little boy named Craig. Um, I can't remember what the show is called. Oh, he's already there's, laughing. Yeah, there's the Proud Family. And so, like, there's all these, yeah, and the Boondocks. So, like, they're really showing, like, the true essence of African-American culture and with their mm-hmm. hair. Oh, Doc um, McStuffins. Yeah, Doc McStuffins. <laughs> Doc McStuffins. Uh, but, um, but there's also the, the dark side of it, too, like, where now we live in an age where technology is so accessible cameras are so accessible videotaping is super accessible so there's videos of women saying like hey i was discriminated against at my workplace i found a whistleblower this company here is being shamed because they're they're considering my hair as not natural um and then there's also videos of like boys getting their dreads cut during like wrestling matches you know and video like video footage and so like once you get the public reaction to say hey that's not good that's not okay um that's racist um there's petitions going out saying like this should be reevaluated this person should get fired this person you know like all this like follow-up whether if the follow-up happens like the next night or like you know months down the line um I think just having the access of being able to document at the moment of hair discrimination happening, I think really helps with current day uh, regulations and policies with current day workplaces, I think. I think, yeah, that's true. And it's just so sad that it kind of got to that where it has to go to shaming in a sense to get to that point. And it's just like common sense, like how you don't have common sense, like these, and also not to mention how many workplaces, because I feel like women also take a lot of a brunt of like workplace expectations how many workplaces are going to expect makeup and heels and skirts and it's like that stuff is expensive like getting your hair treated is expensive mm-hmm. it, it, it it's, it's exhausting so it's like are you gonna pay me so i can look like this are you gonna pay me so i can keep getting the good makeup and get my hair done if not then fuck off you don't get a say i know do i get a stipend do i get a yeah <laughs> you want you want a hot bitch give me the hot bitch stipend <laughs> You know, like, it's like the mistress type and you want me to keep sucking your dick? Give me the money for it. It's like, you hot bitch, give me the money for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, but I just, ooh, like, I just like, I'm not even a mom. I don't even know if I'm going to be a mom, but if someone tried to fucking like cut my son's hair off or anything, I would be like, I I just, oh, that just makes me mad for those kids. Like, don't touch those kids. Don't touch their hair. How rude. Yeah, don't touch their hair because it, like, violates regulation. Where does it violate regulation? Don't be mad because they can pull off the hairstyle better than you. (laughs) Don't be mad. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Let's get into the nerdy and dirty segment of this podcast. I don't know what sex is anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So typically the section is usually kind of like a sexual wellness section, but I think this for the sake of having Ashley here with us today, and we're all a little bunch of little gamers, uh, we wanted to talk about this list of hottest video game characters 
go over the list, see how we, you know, feel about the list and then just critique it. You know what? I hate to do this, but I know I'm going to get excited about it over this. Can I go use the restroom before we start? <laughs> go pee Please before you laugh do. so hard. Please do. <laughs> I got this uh, used uh, Aeron Air, uh, Herman Miller chair and it costs a pretty penny, but it's worth every penny. And I'm like, let's not piss on yeah, my nice, not. expensive Herman Miller chair. I'll right. be right back. Well, go ahead and go <laughs> urinate before you get too excited. <laughs> Jesus. What is my favorite? <laughs> All right, hey, girl. I just saw Solid Snake. I just saw Solid Snake. <laughs> David <laughs> Hater. David Hater. Oh, this let's just. My side look, huh? Oh, that's solid. I love men. I like men. I like men. I'm just like, oh. I think you love you. I'm like, I like people and the souls within. Okay. I'm like, no, I want your beard to just massacre my pussy. Like, just your jawline. Just like. <laughs> You, yay, you have a great soul. Yay, but if your dick don't reach your belly button, you can't raise your voice to me. Now let's go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so this list that we're going to base all of, our, all of our opinions today is going to be the 11 hottest hunks in video games as ranked by a straight woman and a gay man. This is a BuzzFeed article. If Barrett um, from FF7 Remake is not in this, I will riot. You, well, you can, can riot. You can riot. I looked at this list earlier and I was like, really? There's the people they picked? I know. And I was like, mm, I feel like we can create a better list here. I know. We may have to. If Sephiroth is not included on this list <laughs> either. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> I think we had a whole episode dedicated to the hotness that is Sephiroth. Did we? Yeah, even Cash was like, oh, because he wanted that Sephiroth hair. Oh, yeah, so the Sephiroth hair. Yes. Yeah. In literature, I love, it. not literature, it like movies and I love psychos in my real life. No, 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 no. I try to date good, good guys, but like, and Sephiroth just, oh, like, I'm really, like, yeah. I, I yeah. just love him. He's just also one of my favorite characters of all time because of his, like, the meaning of his name. He's a fallen angel, and I can go on for 20 minutes about this, but the fact that Sephiroth is not on this list, it's like, I'm ready to riot. Who is the, dare Buzzfeed? You're fucking wrong. Dear Buzzfeed. <laughs> Who is the straight woman and this gay man that you got together with their non-video games? Are they really out? playing video games? They're not. <laughs> I want to see if all the list of people they fucked. I want to look at the people they fucked. I'm really like, hmm, you don't get to say shit. <laughs> Show me your track record. Pick Show her. Receipts. 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 <laughs> Show me your private search settings. Ooh, what's your porn hub? Incognito mode. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have not played Mass Effect. That is a failing on my part. When Mass Effect was really popular, I was not a PC person. I was strictly a PlayStation person. Mm -hmm. So, but I will, I know it's a great game series, so I don't really have an opinion on this, but I like him. He's a fine man. I will play Oh yeah. Him. Jacob Taylor from Mass Effect 2. I think he's beautiful. I like you, like you, I'm not really big into PC gaming either, but like my, I know Mass Effect was very, very popular. And I think just how they very structured this man and ooh, look at the hairdo. Right? I also I love the girl just touching him the girl's just like hi Jacob and I'm like bitch I know she's doing the flirty like arm grab like we're gonna talk later it's all the biceps it's all the biceps here um but yeah I think I would say 10 out of 10 of this one um I would definitely lick his abs that's fine <laughs> yeah he's pretty he's a pretty chocolate man uh, Stay yeah Stay and and representation, right? Yeah. Representation ha, matters. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, next. <laughs> Nathan Drake from Uncharted. 
I would have a tussle in the hay with him, but I wouldn't depend on him for anything more than a tussle in the hay. I would <laughs> love to go. I would, I, I love him. I think he's cute, but he is not. And I love his character. I love the Uncharted games. I'm a huge Uncharted fan. I love Amy Hennig. For some reason, we are friends on Facebook. I am very blessed. She is so, she, and she's like the writer for, so I think I'd rather dig with Amy Hennig than David. <laughs> okay, I should have said that, but I love Amy Hennig. But uh, I love Nathan. He's a great character, but I just feel like he's too Peter Pan for me in a little way. In a little bit. Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, big, he's a big boy. I, I would say like, okay, we might have a couple of good conversations, but I don't think I would actually go hit it. You know what I mean? I feel like he'd be a guy, I would be like, you want to go get a beer? And he'd be like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I can't. I'm going to Naruba to find a treasure or whatever. And I'm like, okay, bye. Right, right. Naruba, that's not even a place. I just made up a place. He's just going to that place. Okay, next up. Wei Shen from Sleeping Dogs. Now, I haven't played this one either. These are a lot of games I haven't played, but I have heard of. Hmm. These are boys are nice. I am digging the cheekbones. I like his, unlike this person, I like clavicle tattoos because I am trash myself. Uh, okay, no, anybody with clavicle tattoos are probably beautiful, but uh, I, I would have to play the game, but if he's, like, someone who will beat someone up for me, and in, like, a safety way, not, like, just to prove himself, then I'm like, okay, but he's, he's cute. I like him. I like him. He's cute. Yeah, he's cute. I like the, the, the double, like, beige white suit, or, like, the, you know, the matching top bottoms. Like, that's always, like, a, that's always, like, a red flag when it comes to, like, what type of man are you? So, it's, like, obviously, he's, like, a bad boy, but, you know, <laughs> he, he reps it well. Yeah, I, I like him. He looks like a calm bad boy. Like, I would talk to him at a coffee shop, and then, all of a sudden, no, my coffee shop's being attacked, and Wayshin's just like, I'll help you, because I fell in love with you. And, <laughs> and I'm like, is this a fan fiction? And I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Fiction. Lemon warning. Citrus warning. <laughs> She's fucking dying. Fanfiction.net and not AO3. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up, Snow from Final Fantasy 13. I'm like, all the Final yeah. Fantasy characters, and you came up with Snow? I know. He just yeah. looks like Cypher. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I love his personality, but let's be honest, Sarah looks like she's 14. She looks like she's 14 and 13. I, I, in Final Fantasy 13, Sarah looks literally underage to me. I am not going to dive into the psychology of what the Japanese people who made that sexually attractive. Let's not do that. It's not my business. <coughs> Snow is just like, I'm the hero and I'm going to do it. And baby, I love you. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just chill. Oh, wait. oh, oh, what? How did this happen? Hold on, loves. Hold on. Uh, oh, oops. <laughs> I think I accidentally muted you. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Oh, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> I just saw you leaning back like, how is this happening? I was like, is she choking on her headphone wire? <laughs> well, like the, the ghosts of the Final Fantasy people were like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Final Fantasy some credit. At least they've evolved from the Waka character arc to oh. maybe this. So maybe that gives it some points. Because Waka was just really annoying. From 10. From Final Fantasy 10. I, I wouldn't fuck him. But I do like Waka because I liked his arc from being kind of a racist asshole to realizing, oh. hey, I'll bet aren't so bad. And I love two of them very dearly. And Yevon sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought he was very useful in a story way. Yeah, there is a growth. There, there was a little bit of a, there is growth mindset, but also 
it, he really had to experience some trauma to get to that point from like the violation of his own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying the violation of his own beliefs were something that violates anybody else, but he himself felt violated because it's like, wait, we mean Yavin's a bad person. What do you mean we have to fight Unalesco? Oh, fuck, we're what fighting a What do you mean this religion that rules over every bit of our life is bad? What do you mean these people who only want to live their lives and want to be left alone aren't bad? What? <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, he kills enemies with a ball. So, I mean, this is great. <laughs> That's true. But this is a step up from, Snow is a step up from Waka, but I think I would give Snow maybe five out of 10. Yeah, five out of 10. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say no to it. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't date it. I'll let him touch my shoulder. I think that's better. 11. <laughs> if you know, if you know, we didn't even know. have to announce wow. it. <laughs> what do you think it could be? 11. Jawline, beard, you know, gruff voice, you know, just. So this girl is a witcher simp. Uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, is indeed because the last time, a couple times I've seen you stream, it's been The Witcher. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh God, I just love his character. I love his character too. I love how like calm and like focused he is, and he's still kind of like a man, like, and he's still personable. But I just I love Geralt. I think he's a great character, and he's gorgeous. I think Henry clear, Cavill. We're talking about Geralt from The Witcher for those who are listening. No. But- how did you feel about the live action on netflix with um henry cavill someone said the best thing about henry cavill when he is in a suit he looks great but he grinds up good and he is i thought he was great because here's why i love him he's a fan of the series he's a nerd he's an mmorpg fan i think he even plays D D, and he wanted this role like mind you this is a film star he's done superman he's done so many movies and he's like i want this fucking netflix show because i love this character so already i love him because of how much love he has for the series he mm-hmm. he was great the only person i would have ever wanted for Geralt is I, i'm trying to think of an actress but i think he would be too old by now mm-hmm. but he's um i think he did great what do y'all think i i loved him personally Oh, Henry Cavill. I've loved Henry Cavill since the Tudors when he was with, starring with uh, Jonathan Rhys-Meyers and Natalie Dormer. I, my stories. Like, he was just... <laughs> he was just so... Like, okay, that show was basically just sex appeal. Like, I watched that show when I was, like, 20, and I'm like, why are my girl parts throbbing? I don't get it. <laughs> why are we in that show? <laughs> I love it. like, a long... That was like almost 10 years ago. And now and now the Twitters is back on Netflix. So I'm like, oh my God, let me relive this and try not to masturbate to this show. But like, Natalie Dormer, man, right before Game of Thrones. And it, like, if you guys, the show's actually, if you are a history nerd, um, it's actually pretty fun. There, I mean, it's not going to be correct about everything, but it's, it's right. pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. The Tudors is always going to be, like, I mean, how, like casting Jonathan Rhys-Meyers as, as Henry VIII was just poor choice. Like, we need to find more of a redhead. Yeah, thank you. I was like, what? The temper was there, but I think just, like, we couldn't find maybe, like, a Ed Sheridan or something. Ed Sheridan. Wow, okay. Henry was supposed to be handsome in his youth, honey. (laughs) I mean, so they say. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he could have fit the part more because Jonathan Jonathan Rhys-Meyers was a beautiful man, but I'm like, I'm not getting English royalty off him. I'm getting Italian. I'm getting something else. 
and I, I, I was like, Henry was a well-known redhead and he, he gave red hair to Elizabeth. And I'm like, okay, that's a pretty big character trait that you just kind of overlooked, but okay. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It was just a little weird. And then I think, I don't know if you got, if you made it to the end of the series, but they showed like a portrait of him, like with a little bit more weight because Henry VIII did gain weight. And he got real ugly and fat. Yeah. But like they showed a portrait <laughs> and I fucking cackled so loud because I'm like, that's not what he looks like. This is such a bad bio, whatever you want to call it. But I love the show regardless because what of, show. yeah, it was, just, it was still good. All right. Up next. Yeah. Who's next? Joel from The Last of Us. Oh, daddy. That's daddy. Yeah. yeah it's daddy. Like, like I f- feel like I would have a, yeah, like, I feel like I would have a crush on him, but I don't feel like he'd be interested in me at all. Yeah, he's too much of a, like, he's actually, like, he's, he's a father. Like he's, he's not dad. really a dad. Yeah, he's too much of a father. He's, he's I feel like it's when you go through that puberty and you're into the older guy. You're going through puberty. You're like, oh, I think I like him. And it's just the guy who's like, oh, this is just, an, like, a child. He's <laughs> like, you'll grow out of it, sweetie. You'll find someone else to play with. <laughs> Girl, like, go, go, go play with someone your own age. Like, <laughs> like I'm probably closer to his age, honestly, and I still view him as, like, a handsome father figure. Thanks, Dad. That's fair. I would give him, he's just so responsible in the game, I think, so I would give him, like, 9 out of 10, but knowing that it's unattainable. Yeah, like, 9 out of 10, but I would rather learn from him and listen to him, and then when the fancy takes, I will charge up, you know, old reliable and be like, okay, I'm gonna go f- handle my daddy issues for a minute. Old reliable. Old reliable. Even I don't know. <laughs> yeah, kindly father figure. Exactly. So John Marston, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I pronounced that right this time. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Red Dead Redemption. I didn't really play this game. I'm not really attached to this because, like, kind of like the cowboy, like, old Western look has never been a thing for me. I think he looks like a rat. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> this That's, is not my type. All right. Well, you're no. Maybe it's these I'm just like, I just, I played Red, Art Red Dead 2, and I didn't even finish Red Dead 2, but I kind of remember John from my, like, minor interactions, and I'm like, mm-hmm, not into it. Yeah. It's just something about the wannabe cleaned up look, but knowing in that era of like Western uh, culture that they were not clean. So it's like a, it's like a fake clean. And it was real greasy, but well slept. Yeah. Like I think of, I just think about like, like, I don't know, like Western times, like water is not good. There was a lot of brothels. There's a lot of horse riding. I don't know, man. There's a lot of sweaty crotch. Obviously, this is a negative. Yeah, what Kylie said. I'm like, man, your balls will be stank, 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 stank. A lot of sweaty crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, uh, and also a lot of men in those days visited the local ladies. And I'm like, I don't know if local lady will be not have syphilis. (laughs) Local lady definitely had syphilis. Or chlamydia. (laughs) I'm just like, in bacterial vaginosis. Stanky. Oh, no, that's the worst. It like is. Infected stanky dick. Not my thing. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> right along. Leave from The Walking Dead. I haven't played this damn game. Me neither. I haven't either. I watched the show. I love the show. And I he like, looks too stressed for me to have fun with him. Yeah, this none of this is a sexy sex life. 
This is, no, this is not a sexy situation. <laughs> and it's not even a sexy picture that they put. <laughs> like, you feel sad. sad. He looks very sad. You just want to go like, hey, are you okay? Like, give him a sandwich. <laughs> he looks hungry. Dude, do you need a be- do you need a whiskey? I have whiskey. Let's take a shot. <laughs> he just looks like. Do you need a drop from the buffet by the ordinary? Because those are going to be wrinkles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just, like, you know, massage it out. Make sure when you, um, you know, cleanse, like, use that nice cleanser. Maybe some vitamin C serum. Like, whatever you need to do. Retinol. Like, retinol. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't look fun. He's, like, covered in, like, dead gook. I mean, he's going through a time. Like, he's holding (laughs) up a hammer. Yeah, things are not... I think that's on his shirt right there. And it's like... Yeah. All right. Three out of ten, I think. Three, three, <laughs> three, three, three out, out of ten, yeah. Three out of ten. We'll Up next, Dom Santiago from Gears of War. Mm. I would like the rough house with him, maybe. <laughs> if I'm feeling like having my fantasy of dating the mean football player who's a little bit sexist in high school or college or whatever... <laughs> Yeah, I guess. If I here's the thing, if I don't want to, if I want to be bred, like if I want to be fucking bred, like a caveman, yeah, I'd go to this guy. Yeah, I think this is like one of those, like I'll hit it, but I won't talk about it. I won't date it because I know he'll say something like a sandwich joke or something. I'm like, or like he'll say like, you know, Donald Trump's not a bad guy. Yeah, or he'll be like, or be like, hey, we need to talk about something. Uh, stop being a girl. I'm gonna go lift weights. Like, I, I get that for a bit. Maybe I need to play it, though. Watch him be, like, Maybe a big old like teddy bear. Inside, and he's like, why, guys? If he is, I do tend to like bigger guys. I do tend to like bigger, muscular guys. If he is a sweetheart, I will be like, okay, I will date you. Because I love that kind of thing. Where they're sweethearts, and they're, like, big. I love that. I love that. Yeah, oh. it's a nice, gentle aspect. But I don't know. Gears of War, pretty violent. I'm oh, sure he's... True. I feel like he's a kink. I feel like he's a kink, like a like a powerful man kink. I don't know. Okay, yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah. Mm, I have to get yeah. to know his character better. I'll give it um I'll give this five out of ten. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Five out of ten. All right, let's go next. Snake! <sighs> I gave Gerald an eleven. I gotta give Snake either an eleven or a twelve. <laughs> he's been in our lives the whole time. <laughs> Since the PlayStation 1, we've been groomed. <laughs> I love him. If I ever met David Hayter, I would just lose my shit. Yeah, I, you know, it's just the fact that he's just been around that you're like, man, yes. When you're like a little girl, and you're like, man, I really want to meet him someday. <laughs> well, what kills me is, so Snake is a quintessential, very manly man. Like he, you know, <laughs> undercover spy agent, like eye patch gorgeous but what they did was in uh metal gear solid 2 they introduced raiden i hated raiden and they did yeah. raiden because they wanted to attract more female people more female players and i was like mm, i don't mm. and i'm like okay you're writing hits a button for a lot of women that's great but god damn it bring back my smoking snake <laughs> like i i love it, him we can I have all the snakes and i'll take quiet that's fine Oh, oh my God. I I remember I was at an anime convention years and years ago and Quentin Flynn, the voice of Raiden, was there. Uh, I love him. I love him. He's voiced Axel. He's voiced Raiden. I love him. But I asked him. In Reno. I, yes. Oh. But I asked him to say, Rose, shut the fuck up. Because I hate <laughs> so much. 
but uh, I, I love Snake. Snake has been a huge, uh, a huge part of my life. Metal Gear has been a huge part of my life. Um, I find men who look like Snake very attractive. I think he's also was kind of through the years where I found my attraction to men, and Snake is also quintessential, like gorgeous, manly men. So I'm like Team Snake all the way. Yeah. So you're saying twelve or eleven out of ten? Mm-hmm. All right. Like, what about y'all? What about what about y'all? What do y'all think? Um, I I feel the same. I think. Honestly, I would aim for more of, like, a 10 out of 10. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Because, like, I played Metal Gear Solid, but Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid wasn't my shit. And then I do remember playing the one of the updated ones. I can't remember which one. I think it was either on the PlayStation 2 or the one for the 3. I can't remember. Um, but I had fun with that as just, like, you know, remember playing it on the 1 and then, like, playing, like, the more, like like the updated one where it's like the graphics are a little bit better. So like I had a good time. Um, so yeah, Snake has just been a huge part of my life. So I'm just like, I love Snake. I, lo- I actually, I wanted to cosplay as like Meryl, which is his love interest in one. And I loved her, but like Snake is just the best to me. Yeah. Like he's, he's end all be all. Yeah. Besides it's, like, <laughs> it's like he tears down this whole list basically. Yeah. All right. Oh. You ready for the last one? Oh, ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every God of War. <laughs> I'm excited because I fucking love God of War. <laughs> I feel like he would fuck me and leave, and I'd be okay with that. But he does that in the games. <laughs> he does that in the games. On a little side hook. I remember that. Yeah, in one and two, he fucks bitches, and he says, "I'm done. I got my item. I'm gone." <laughs> like, I love him. I love his character, but I'm like, this is sides. <laughs> side quest. Yeah, like, I love Kratos so much because he's just always angry, but he's angry for a good reason. You feel like you're, like, you know, releasing a lot of frustration while playing this game. I love God of War 3, the one where he has the sun. Like, it's so good. I Wait, God of War for PlayStation 4? Yeah. Yeah, that that one is amazing. It's fantastic. And he's a fantastic character. I think he's one of the best PlayStation or video game characters of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd fuck him, but I love him. I love him. <laughs> there is a weird, uh, I think it's in, I think it's in God of War 2 where you're fucking like one of the goddesses and like you do this like thing with the controller yeah, where it's just your thumbs. And, and I'm like, this is obviously fucking with her nipples. Like this is obviously fucking with her nipples. So like you just like, but but, but, and so it, it, it's a lot of arousal in that game. Yeah, how old were you when you played this game? <laughs> how old were you when you played this game? Oh, I, this was like, maybe I was 25. Okay. Okay. Cause I was like, oh God, it's like weird finding your sexuality through Kratos when you're like 12, 13, 14. Oh say. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I got into the God of War series a little bit later, but, um, uh, yeah, like, no, I, all the sex scenes and stuff, I was just like, okay. But yeah, like, I love this game. I, again, it's also in Greek mythology, right? So, like, anything that has to do with Greek mythology, like, I'm, like, all about. Um, and I really love his adaptation. Adapt. I really love that he's a fictional character that they somehow weaved into the actual mythology. And I'm like, he's, he's and it works. Real. Yeah, and it works. And it works. And I also love how they chose Athena as his guide because Athena was the guide for like Odysseus. Athena is the guide for so many people and it's just, they made it work. And like, I almost feel like Kratos is a honorary God in a way yeah. in Greek mythology. Exactly. Because they did so great with him. And now he's probably going to be an honorary God in a way in Norse mythology. Right. 
He's gonna be in everything, man. I can't wait till God of War Egypt style. <laughs> Yo, God of War 4, I cannot wait for that shit. When Thor comes in the fucking, oh my God, I cannot wait. I screamed. I, <laughs> I screamed. I yeah. screamed. I screamed too when I saw that as the one of the like secret cutscenes. I went, yes, yes, and absolutely yes. I will give you all my money the day that it comes out. Give me this fucking game. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a fantastic character. Like like I like I said, he'd fuck me and he'd leave, and I'd be like, okay, that was nice. Yeah, he won't. Even, expect he more. won't even tell you goodbye. He won't yeah. wash his hands. He'll just leave. He he came for a reason. And I'm like, okay, your reason was here. Thank you. I felt you. Fingers later. Yeah. <laughs> You know he will. He would be the kind of guy you'd feel in your stomach. <laughs> and then you're like, thank you. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> All right. I He's my like 13 out of 10, but I don't know about you guys. Seven, seven eight, seven, eight out of 10. But okay. you, you have Kratos. You like I have Salsake and Geralt. And Kylie, who do you want? Who do you want? Who do you want? Maybe I just have a thing for bald men. Maybe that's my whole thing. Bald men who are angry. That's a war. My 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 boyfriend. He he's bald and like he does have resting bitch face or angry face. But he's really funny, and once you get him laughing, you're like, how did he ever have that resting face? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> 100%. I have dated a guy who looked like Saul Snake, and I, I love uh, Indiana Jones as a kid. I loved Harrison Ford as a kid, and I have dated two men who look like a young Harrison Ford. Oh, my God. Isn't, isn't that funny how that affects you in a way? Lady killing. Oh, my God. All right. Are we ready to maybe like, I think for like the top, like hottest women characters, maybe. Yeah. Do we want to go into that or should we say that for another conversation? I mean, ooh, I don't know because like that sounds exciting, but at the same time we can always save that. I kind of like this top 10, top 20. I'm still mad they didn't put Sephiroth and I'm mad they didn't put Barrett because Barrett in seven remake was gorgeous. Like his eyes. Yeah. Let's shelve the women and maybe we'll do women another day. Yeah, let's talk about what what we would want on that list. That's a little bit more representative of what we think is. I agree. I agree. All right. So, you like you said, Barrett should have been on there. Barrett, because he was gorgeous. Like whatever they did with his eyes, and because Barrett in the original FF Seven was always this gruff character, and I loved him. Even even when I played when I was a kid, Barrett was one of my favorite characters because he was. A go-to kind of guy uh but get one with his glasses off get one with his glasses off like he was <laughs> like he he cared about you know the environment <laughs> like i loved him because he was a really great gruff leader i loved his character but in this one he takes off his glasses and it's like oh my god <laughs> he's got these lashes and oh, oh like yeah, there's I gave him, like disney like, like don't go to the first one picture he's, right here right there right there, right there. <laughs> He just looks so sad. And he adopts a girl, like, sorry, spoilers, 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 but uh, Barry adopts, like, his supposedly dead best friend's daughter. He becomes, like, a father figure. And everything about him, while it's gruff and it comes off rough, it comes from so much love and concern. And I've loved him. Marlene. 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 
don't fuck with my dad. You know, like I love him. I love his character so much. I think he's got such a big heart, but he's got, and he, and he cares for Cloud in his own way and Cloud gives it back to them. And he's mm-hmm. so good to teach. Like, I love his, I adore him. I think he's a fantastic character. One of my favorite characters of Final Fantasy of all time. And I still have yeah. not seen them do a character like him ever. But look at those eyes. I know. I'm just like, I think that picture went viral on Twitter. It's like, (laughs) I will get lost in this man's eyes. And I fucking lost it. It, Like you said, gruff character, always like with a hard edge. But then the moment that he starts to get concerned about his daughter, he turns it to a different like softy. I just, I could slide off my chair. I'm just... (laughs) I, I don't know. I, they they had no business making Barrett that beautiful, and they did, and I love that they did that. Sephiroth, my boy. Yeah, he's so my let's boy. Let's talk then. about Sephiroth because Sephiroth was mentioned. So Sephiroth for me is like, I'm not really sexually attracted to him, but I lo- absolutely love the character design and the concept of him. Um, he's just like one of those like too dangerous for me to like hang around, being like, yeah, I know who Sephiroth is. Like, I'm sure he's fucked up shit up, but I wouldn't want to touch him. You know He'd I mean? kill me, and I would be like, "Yes, that's fine. I He'd love him." Kill you and your orgasm. At the well, I also love him because of his character, because he was this kind of well-to-do general with Shinra, and then he finds out his point of origin. And Sefer, Sephiroth, Sefer literally means fallen angel. Yeah. And how much mythology is involved in Final Fantasy just astounds me every time. And he just goes from this actually likable general who is just a great guy, and then quiet and a little bit shy and then he is this insane person i guess it goes to show you anything Mm -hmm. can trigger anybody to like going over the edge and i think that's what i love this person had it all beautiful hair you know beautiful hair smart but then he found out how he came to be and he lost his mind and he couldn't handle it and also genova you know she's creeping in she's like hey you my son he's like okay i guess i am and <laughs> so it, it comes from a mix of like I enjoy this character. I think he's one of the best bosses of all time, one of the best boss fights of all time, one of the best music like music of all time. And I, he's a top like one, like the best villain of all time. But I also he's just so beautiful. He's so Final Fantasy beautiful boy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's cool. The game designs I really loved of him. Like I loved Crisis Core the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the side of Sephiroth that you saw, like you know the the side of him before my side yeah yeah like he was reasonable like he was a hero of shinra um he's done all these wars like he's he just seemed well adjusted but like you said the moment that like hojo started tipping him off and then he started to hear voices and all that shit like yeah like he was like okay what the fuck is going on did the research and he goes oh no, I don't want to be a part of Shinra, but I will fuck everybody up. <laughs> and he's just like, I just love his arc so much. And it's so sad and it's so devastating and it's so amazing. And it's like, was this who he is all along? Did he find his true self like inside? Are we monsters or was he made into a monster? You know, and I just, he's so beautiful. Like he's just gorgeous. <laughs> he's just gorgeous. I love him. Okay, you know what I really loved? I mean, I know we're kind of stuck on Final Fantasy VII characters. Oh, Rude? Oh, yes. Rude, Rude from uh, the remake, I love fell him. in love with. He Another bald man. man! Another bald man, yeah. <laughs> I think like, he has a crush on Tifa, because I think in the yeah. game he wouldn't shoot, and I love <laughs> Oh, he's so beautiful. He's so cute. Yeah, he's but- like... Cute, quiet. I love how he talks tough, and then the moment that Reno comes in the room, he's like, uh, uh, like <laughs> it's like he like short circuits him. I'm like, okay, there's a weakness there. 
So who knows? Like maybe he, maybe it's just like one of those things because he's his superior, who knows, whatever. But like, I loved Rude. I really love Rude's voice actor for the remake. Like it just it describes him really well. Um, I was sad they didn't bring Clinton Flynn back in for Reno because I felt like Clinton Flynn was a perfect fit for Reno on Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children. But whoever did do Reno's voice was great too. But they well, didn't bring back so many people for their voice actors actually. That's not that weird, but didn't Quentin didn't Quentin Flynn like pass away? No, did he? <gasps> don't tell me that. Oh, don't don't tell me. No, he's not. He's not dead. He's not dead. Someone, okay. someone, someone did. Girl, you almost set me on a frenzy. Did he? Okay, maybe it wasn't him. Someone passed away who was a big voice actor. So just kidding. Sorry. Didn't mean to give you a heart attack. I'm so sorry. And if Quinn Flynn ever listens to this episode, my bad, bro. Oh, it was, um, <laughs> oh, wait, no. What do you mean by recent? How recent is recent? Like, last couple months. Last couple months. Voice actor. S- some big voice actor just, like, recently passed away. I know Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh's voice. Yeah, he passed. Yeah. Maybe that was him. Who was it? Yeah. Um, other characters I'm trying to think of. I really loved Tekken growing up. <laughs> he was <laughs> the king, and I was just like, oh, furries. I mean, unfortunately, like, Jin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jin Kazama was actually. You my got first a fucking leopard? You got a fucking leopard. <laughs> he had the body, I'm just saying. Girl, I mean, shit. Oof. Uh, Jen, Jen is great. Jen is great. Um, who? He's, he's, I haven't played Tekken in years, and I know it's like a whole story, and I gotta yeah, get back. It's a whole deal. Basically, Heihachi sucks. <laughs> Isn't that the point of every game, though? Heihachi yeah, it's sucks. The point of, it's the point of every game. Like, Heihachi's like the head of this, some big ass, like, company. And, like, he's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna hate everybody. And he felt that, like, his, his son, not Jin, um, I forgot his son's name, but his son, he's like, he's inadequate, blah, blah, blah. So he tried to throw him off of a cliff. And then that's when one thing went to another. Oh, Kazuya, Kazuya uh, Kazama. Um, and so Kazuya just kind of looks like Vegeta, basically Vegeta 2.0. <laughs> I, love Vegeta. I do love Vegeta though. I love short, angry men. And you know what? Whatever Bulma has got, like that pussy whipped that man into shape. And this is an overlord, like alien terrorist and that whipped his ass into shape. And I'm like, I want what Bulma wah, got. Wop, wop, She got two kids out of that. She calmed him down. I was like, you know, what Bulma got? <laughs> I know. What does Bulma have that keeps that man in check? Like, how do they keep each other in check? I think it's also one of those things. It's like, bitch, you live here. Um, like, no, no, there's two stories to this. So, like, I was talking to my boyfriend about this, where I was like, how do you think that whole living arrangement went with, like, Bulma and Vegeta? And then my boyfriend goes, no, Vegeta just walked into Capsule Corp and said, I live here now. <laughs> Essentially. I would think Bulma is just like, you live here. And he's like, I, okay, whatever. Woman. I was like, okay, you live here now? Yeah, I live here. Well, we sleep in the same room. And that's where, <laughs> that's where that went. It's like, daddy, I'm taking this man into my room. And he's like, sure, honey, do whatever. <laughs> do whatever. You're a grown woman. You make weapons better than me. Like, whatever. <laughs> just take a sensu bean after he finishes, like, you know, killing your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to think of who else because there are so many amazing characters in the video game universe that are so likable and so beautiful. And I'm trying to think, and my mind's just filled with solid snakes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else too, because like seven was like a big deal for me. Like I loved Rude. 
I loved Sephiroth and I loved um, Barrett. But you probably a, have a whole podcast going over seven. I know, right? I actually, as a kid, I was I was in love with Cloud. <gasps> uh, yeah, I but, love him, but I could never date him. Because he's a child. <laughs> well, he's no, he's just he's Cloud. Yeah, he's, I, he's just like there was a lot of things going on with him. Basically, it's just yeah. like he had this whole PTSD episode, and then like, in a way you know, taking on the personality of the person who died of his best friend, and it's just like, Tifa is a saint. I'm like, Tifa, damn. like, deserves all the points and respect, like, past the fact that she's TNA. Like, I love Tifa because of how much she's had to, like, pull it together for herself to pull it together for everybody else. I love how they gave her TNA, and they made her one of the best characters of all time. And it goes to show you, women with big old titties are smart too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have big old taste, but like I love her because she's a, she's very sexy. But it she never like I don't I don't know. But like she's very sexy. She she's very blessed. But I noticed her personality and her character more. And I've even had people go up to me and people be like, "What if you don't like Final Fantasy VII remake?" I'm like, "That's fine because the original game is still fantastic." You know what I mean? <laughs> oh 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 uh trump you want to fuck trump <laughs> sorry we'll, we'll talk we'll we'll like talk shit about this guy for a second but and the whole game itself was just he was great it was it was well designed he's a great character i loved him i hated him because I, I i love it when you hate characters we're like this character's so disgusting i loved him yeah like i loved the belly jiggle in the game where like he would run around trying to pick Aerith or Cloud or Tifa. Like there was a lot of belly jiggle. Like he was perfectly disgusting. Like great. I loved him. Like the double chin, the chops that outline the double chin, <laughs> little swoop hair, the gaudy like collar, like everything. The the quaffed piece the of blonde hair. Yeah. Oh. It's it's beautifully disgusting. Like, how much flavor is in that stash? I can smell the cold. Oh! I can smell it. It smells like stale tobacco. I have seen a man like that in Vegas. I have. Rusty <laughs> urine, I swear to Bob. <laughs> yeah, that's what that man smells like. Oh, stale my God. tobacco, crusty urine. All right, we're ending that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on on our next agenda. Like, I want to invite you again, Ashley, to do the women side of things on another episode, if you don't mind. Thank you. This isn't just a one and done like Kratos would do. Yeah, it's a one and done. It's not going to be a one and done. We'll revisit this. We're nice. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I want to go into our next segment, which is talking about just, like, some nerdy things. I know we kind of got into Spider-Man Miles Morales, but I wanted to let those who are listening know that the game is out now. Um... It's on PlayStation 4 as well as the 5. It's beautiful on the 4 like it is on the 5. I just I just want to warn anybody who is playing it on the 4 that try not to play it for too long. I've had a couple of weird glitches happen on my side. When um, you play it for too long, like after you play it for so many hours, does it like do something? Yeah, Ooh. like so many hours like in a row. So like, for example, the game froze on me at one point. Um, there was a there was a railroading thing that I don't even know if it was a glitch or actually part of the game, but like, you know what railroading is where like you have no choice but to go to that part of the story. You can't explore past where you 
Yeah, kind of like how Final Fantasy Ten. Like, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Where some games were just like, you can't do anything but go here. Exactly. So, like, yeah. something happened to me like that, and I couldn't go back. So I was a little bit peeved because when it comes to games I invest in, like, like I like to be a completionist. <laughs> I need every side uh, quest to be done. Yeah. No, I will go back to the area where I failed to make sure I get one hundred percent. Like, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> That's how you relax by being a crazy person. <laughs> But I want to say that, like I said, there's so many elements of inclusion. Um, once you finish all of the, a lot of the side missions for the first, I think, quarter of the game, like they show a really cool mural. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but like it's, it's really, really important that you guys see that as well as the new suit that comes along with it. Um, and then like the, the soundtrack for the game is so, is so culturally relevant too. It's like hip hop. It's Good. Like, they did their research. <laughs> yeah, it's like hip hop. Uh, like, so if you played the first Spider-Man for PlayStation Four, there's like a lot of the background music that sounds heroic and it's Spider-Man-esque and whatever. But then they remix it where there's a lot more like hip hop-esque little beats in there, or like like some like snare drops and stuff like that. So like, just like listen to it and you can tell. Um, and so. And also, like, the, how the storyline goes, it's also, like, very representative of what's going on, like, capitalist things, like, corporations ruining shit, the younger generation trying to overturn it and destroy it. Like, it, it's very relevant to today. So, yeah, I will give more spoilers throughout the weeks if more people get more hours in. Um, I'm sure on Twitter there's a lot of spoilers on there. Um, <laughs> I've learned to just, like, not go on Twitter, with especially <laughs> video or a game because like I, I am like every other working American adult where it's like I have things I have to do I can't dedicate 20 to 30 40 hours into a game a day or two days so it's like you just have to be like I'm not gonna ruin it don't fucking tell me anything fuck all you guys it, it's you have to be so careful and that's so sweet that you're actually really being considerate of that yeah. <laughs> and then after a couple of weeks we could be like okay here's the D <laughs> yeah like they talked about and it's a huge spoiler right now but I'll just say it like there is a girl who's deaf and like she does sign language and Miles does sign language um, and, but there was, like, so many, like, press releases about it. I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I can't discover this on my own. Like, I was like, no. Has there been another deaf person in a video game? Excuse my ignorance if there has. I'm trying to Not think. really, no. Oh, God. We, I can so look, we can look it up together, but, like, yeah, like, I can't think of any other deaf or obviously deaf people in, in the game that's been represented or somebody actively doing ASL. I like how people get mad about representation and it's like, you do know these people exist, right? Like gay people exist, deaf people exist, IRL. cultures exist, they, they're, they're real, they, hello, you know, like, like and it, people get so bad and I love getting people like that mad. It's like, fuck you, fuck you. Like, mm -hmm. I, and I, it also creates to me a more interesting story. I love awesome characters. I love interesting characters. I love interesting story. And I think the more dynamic and diverse it is, the more interesting and dynamic and the story is. And it's like, that that's fine. <laughs> and <laughs> I, we'll have to research that, whether there's been another deaf person in a video game, because I really don't know. Yeah, it's very rare. And if they have been deaf, like it's not really discovered until much later. Like for example, Geralt, like if, if from The Witcher, everyone's saying he's disabled. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, Wait, Geralt? I, there's articles out there saying that he's a disabled character. And I'm like, but how? Is it because he doesn't talk much? Or, like, I didn't really read the article, but that was, like, one of the headlines I read. Yeah, because it's like, what is the mentioning of his disablement? Because 
it, just because he doesn't talk much doesn't mean he's disabled. It just means he doesn't maybe talk much, you know? And it's just like, what is the proper reasoning for this assumption? Like, because he's albino? Is his eyesight not good? <laughs> I'm actually looking it up right now. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's wow. see. Well, it's healed by the waters of broken lawn. Chronic pain. I think it's. I oh, think it's, it's, it's chronic pain. I mean, not well, yeah, scarification <laughs> definitely. I would think like scarring and uh, scar tissue. I would. Th- I don't know. He's an old man who's been fighting for too long, and he got into the trials. And no way that we're dismissing anybody who has. No. Like, there's people who have like fibromyalgia, who have hmm. lupus, like all that stuff. That makes sense, but like. I don't think Geralt as a character was born with fibromyalgia or lupus. I think due to his choice of profession or his turning into a witcher, pain comes with being beat up a million times. Yeah, yeah. Like scar tissue, rehealing bones. I'm looking at this and they're like, oh, it's not so often that you would have people with uh, disabilities that include osteoarthritis and nerve damage. And I'm like, um, isn't that like a whole superpower that you don't feel any pain? I was like, didn't Deadpool do this? And also, isn't he just an older man? I think, when I you're think it's older, a little bit of a reach. I think it's a reach. A I, think, reach. I think they were hoping for something, but it was like, as a character, he's old. He's very old. I think he's like a hundred something. Like when you're older and he looks good and he's a witcher, so his life is extended. But it's like, I mean, look at Deku in My Hero Academia. Yeah. His arm is so fucked up from the scar tissue. Like he can't, it's hard for him in his hands and like, yeah, but I don't think that mm-hmm. comes from an innate, like, issue. Like, like something the underlying with. issue. Yeah. Under, yeah, it doesn't come from fibro. It comes from choices that were made and be- your body being uh, beat up through trials and tribulations. Right. And that comes, I guess, to, like, people who work out a lot and stuff, you can develop pain. And it's just, like, it's not, it's not lupus. It's not fibromyalgia. It's not um, high- Lyme disease. That's just your body went through hell. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean it is true. If he does have chronic pain, you know, Jennifer is there to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna heal you." Yeah, that was interesting. I'm glad that we were able to clear that up through this article. Um, but yeah, it was just like I I don't know about that. I can understand like maybe if they say like Cloud has a disability or some kind of mental illness. I think he had schizophrenia. I think oh, I do. sure trauma yeah. induced schizophrenia and yeah. that's why I love him I don't know of any character before 1997 in Final Fantasy 7 that had a flaw like not a flaw I shouldn't say flaw um that he kind of like that <laughs> like uh that kind of mental illness like so, he uh, developed condition like and this yes. is something that trauma can relate PTSD. To. yeah like veterans can relate to this like you've been part of war you've seen so much shit like yeah you can't help but to lose like connection with what reality is and so your version of reality is now altered yeah to survive yeah and to survive you have to you have to create this whole different persona to feel better and to survive because your brain is literally trying to survive so i just like cloud is one of the only not the only i'm sure there are many games but Mm -hmm. like i believe he's the first person to have put mental illness on the spot like that in video games and in the story Mm -hmm. and to have it be part of the story element not just like oh this person's crazy but just like it was part of the story exactly. <laughs> and part of Sephiroth's manipulation. Mm-hmm. And he, Sephiroth is bad therapist. 
I know he's a bad therapist and Genova is not helping. <laughs> I, I have ADHD and I'm like, please don't make a game with an ADHD lead. Cause it'll be like, do you want to go walk five miles or do you want to sit on the couch and do nothing? <laughs> like, I'm sorry to other ADHD people. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So other things I wanted to outline since we are talking about Greek mythology, Blood of Zeus is a really good show on Netflix. Kylie, I, I'm ashamed of you. You should have been watching this. I'm sorry. I'm too busy, <laughs> like, uh, reading more Olympus at midnight. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Can we shit on her? Because she hasn't read it yet. Kylie, <laughs> you're forgiven. Yeah, thank You're you. Yeah, I told you yeah. she makes up for the side that I don't acknowledge and vice versa. So she's yeah. walking, she's reading Laura Lumpless. I'll watch Blood of Zeus. Yeah. It's fine. It equals out. It equals out. Hades. You see, I've done both. So <laughs> I've done both. So, so uh, Blood of Zeus is about um, Zeus whipping out his dick again and making Hera pissed off. He has a son illegitimately with a queen, an ex-queen. Um, she births um, twin boys, which one of them is a demigod and the other one is not. But the other one had such a traumatic life that he also became kind of like... Um, a specter of giants is what I want to call it. Like he mm -hmm. like, ate some giant flesh and he also became a monster as well. So it's just kind of like a brother in struggle. Um, I, for the story side of it was like, meh. For the animation, for yeah. the animation and for the music, I loved it. Well, to be honest, because it was by the same company that did Castlevania, I kept half expecting Alucard to come out and be like, Trevor, you fuck, where are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so used to animation of watching Castlevania. But I agree, like, the first arc, the first half of the arc was pretty good, but near the end, it was like, like, you could predict it. And I was like, yeah. But mm -hmm. I, I, I loved, and I loved Hera because, like, as how much that girl has been fucked over in mythology, I'm like, girl, just go off. Go off. Because yeah. I'm a petty person. Like, if I found out, like, I'm the goddess of love and marriage and my husband cannot keep his dick in, I'd go crazy, too. Sorry about it. Not gonna be ashamed to say it. <laughs> I did not blame her at all. I'm like, how much of your, of your husband is being a fuckboy? Like, he just she went warned him. I know. He just had sex with this lady and comes back and pretends he was just hanging out with Poseidon. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, poor Poseidon. And, like, I, I, Heron as a character was pretty bland to me. And hopefully in season two, he, I, like, because here's my, this is my reasoning. Hercules and Disney Hercules had a lot of personality. He was cute. He was sweet. He was, you know, he, I loved him and he was still a hero and he was still lovable, but he still had his own personality. He was kind of nerdy, kind of dorky. Heron was just like a bland vanilla. I love Seraphim, his brother, <laughs> because he, he went through a lot of shit. Yeah. But yeah. rage and hate is going to have more personality than like, and mom, I'm gonna like I <laughs> and hair looked like the quintessential Greek boy, you know, just pretty. And I'm like, ooh, I feel like you got olive oil all around your asshole. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, some people are into that. I but I <laughs> so I liked it, but I I Alexei was a pretty. I think that was her name was pretty interesting as a character, mm -hmm. and I hope they don't have a romance thing. I hope it's a friend thing because I'm just like that's too predictable. Like I said, it got too predictable toward the end. But I loved Hera. I thought was I thought the animation was great. I loved the bloody scenes. I loved the fighting. But like you said, it was just like it was good. But mm, I, I'm gonna look yeah. more forward to Castlevania. Then I am yeah. gonna blend Zeus. Yeah, Castlevania was great. I, I think whatever those animators are doing, just to kind of outline the whole story, I am a big fan. Like, 
like whether if it like the story is good or not like I think I'll keep watching just because the animation is just really beautiful it's it's beautiful it is it's beautiful and I loved I loved Hera and I was just like oh and Hera doesn't really get front row this is the first story I've seen where Hera Hera is always demonized in a lot of the things that I read she's Um, demonized in this too yeah, like because somebody doesn't like strong women who yeah, are angry women. righteously angry. Yeah, because she was also demonized in God of War as well. Like she was, yeah. she was a main boss. They're like, oh that bitch. <laughs> They're like, like, I don't oh. like women who are trying to stay faithful to their man. And I'm like, I hear you because they should just leave. But also, like, there is a culture of like, if you marry them, you you want to try to stick with them. I know yeah. what I said is not 100, percent but like. There, there is like that whole like group. and some people they're one and done they're one and done like I, I, I'm definitely that if I like you I like you I don't want to fuck anybody else I don't want to diddle with anybody else like I'm pretty like I like you and I feel bad for her because part of me is like girl go get your own dick go, go get some mm-hmm. dick on your side or like leave him but like Hera? She's, oh sorry go ahead go yeah hair she is the goddess of marriage and love and stuff and it's like how embarrassing you're the goddess of marriage and yet your husband you know fucking and through his seed a lot of stuff was you know a lot of stuff happened you know good for him good for him but it's just like the embarrassment of all of that and i don't blame her for just being like i'm a goddess and you fuck with weak women hell no wait 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 kylie kylie wait wait (laughs) so you're a lauren lippus fan what what um what aphrodite said Oh God, what was it? It was so good. Like goddesses don't make room for nymphs or something. Oh, or she oh, like nymphs do you know, not take gods from us. Yes, nymphs do not take God from us. And I feel like as a strong woman, I definitely get pissed if like I would get pissed if a man simpered over a weak woman, like, oh, it's so weak. And it's like, I can handle myself. What the fuck are you doing? You know? Well, and, that was like mm-hmm, okay, even mm-hmm. in Laura Olympus, that was yeah. her whole thing where she was like, I didn't think you were like that, Hades, because bitch, like. No, not 19, 19, 19. <laughs> 19 years old, yeah. And we'll, we'll go over that in a second. But it's just like, I am literally a goddess. And you choose these lesser, they might as well be sheep. You're fucking sheep, you know? <laughs> I don't I don't blame her for going off. I, I would be insulted. I have an ego. <laughs> My astrology says I'm a Leo. I'm when's just going to- Oh, God. What's <laughs> your Lemonade album coming out? <laughs> Girl, any inconvenience I have with a man, any inconvenience, if they don't text me back immediately, it's immediately lemonade. Like, <laughs> like, wait, what is that? What is that one song she has where, oh God, it have it have Venus Williams, I think, or Serena Williams in it. Um, uh, 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 God damn it. Sorry, I get stuck on the, on the yellow dress song. Yes. Uh, or like, sorry. I think it was sorry. I am sorry. Yeah, I am sorry. That's immediately when a man like minorly inconveniences me or hurts my feeling. I'm like, I just put on Beyonce. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm like, I have a girl. Love it. Honestly, Hera is just one of those women. If I see her in a bar, and like you know when there's like you're in a bar and there's like the girl talk, like everyone's drunk in the bathroom and we're all praising each other. Hera would be one of those bitches. Be like, girl, okay. girl, you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck that. Like it just. <laughs> but I uh, I have I love Hera because she's just like I'm fucking done and I don't really I don't really like I feel bad for the queen because she was tricked because she thought it was her husband you know fucking her and she was really hoping and then it's like what do you do when a god loves you it's like okay I guess I'm just gonna take this yeah she's straight up like why is your stroke different than his 
why does he come in two seconds and you come after like 25 minutes? <laughs> why does he need to choke me to get off? And <laughs> why do I feel a sense of tenderness? Like, uh uh-uh, uh, you can't be flipping switches like that. You are not him. You are not the father. <laughs> oh, Lori comes out. You are not the father. <laughs> When he checks those eyes. Oh, I know. That was so intense. I was thinking the same thing. Like, this is some Mari shit right now. I just feel oh. so bad for Seraphim. I liked him. He was, he was, he was a likable character. And I would fuck him. Because he's got that long silver hair. And I have a thing for yeah, Seraphim. Yeah, it's the Sephiroth vibe. Like, uh, it's yeah. a big deal. Like, he got screwed over. He did the research. He did as best he could. And then he's like, oh, wait, there's more research. Fuck. <laughs> I, so it was a great show. But... I may rewatch it again before the second season and I will watch the second season. But like I said, Harold to me was just too empty of a main character for me to really be interested in. I was more interested in his mom and I was more interested in Harold and Zeus's relationship. And that's why I held on till the end. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. All right, let's go again to like, we're kind of getting close to the closing aspects of this. Do you guys mind if I go for another bathroom break really quick? Yeah, do your thing. Welcome to Adderall. It makes you pee every 10 minutes. Good timing. What? I said good timing. I know, right? <laughs> For seventy, such a little simple. I almost said I know. And she was like, you can say it. I was like, oh, right. I don't know why. On your brain. own podcast. I know. Why did it hurt brain? I guess I get really polite. like a studio size apartment so that ain't much no it was just uh censoring herself i was like it's your podcast <laughs> she can say whatever she wants i can't right. say whatever. it was funny it was i can't but yeah she she don't have to censor herself go off it's fine it's you can get her my lily white feelings it's okay you know, you know i think it's it's like um because we don't even really say and we're on our podcast like, if it comes out, it comes out, but it's not really, like, a... I think it's, if it's naturally, it's fine. Yeah. You know? It's one thing to force it. Like, if I were to be like, fuck, 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 it's just, like, a heads away. But when it comes out naturally, it, like, adds to it. I was like, I thought this was going to lead into, like, a Jay and Silent Bob moment. Fuck, fuck, well, Kylie, fuck. What the hell? Why hasn't she, why hasn't she read Lower Olympus? What the hell's wrong with her? No, I had brought this up over a month ago. I love Lower Olympus. I love it to bits. It's my thing. I I just constantly reread it. Uh, always. I it's it's. Oh my god. Are you a fast pass person? Or are you not? Um. So it depends. Sometimes there's some scenes where I'm like, this is criminal, and you cannot do this to me. So I'll fast pass. my coins. Yes, and then um I have to. I just reread the series until i'm caught up again okay are you caught up to the latest fast pass or no it it, it oh um percy is telling her side of the story to hades okay yeah you're you're in a good spot i'm a little bit ahead of you but like nothing okay. huge happens i was about to say I'm... that way then like you would either know or you wouldn't know no i i'm totally like um i 
I just like, oh, oh my God, fuck Mint. Fucker. And then fuck Apollo. Yeah. I hate Which Ask sucks Apollo. because Apollo, I love him as a, I love him as a god. Like, I love him. I love him as a god. I think he's a great god. Like, some god, music god, but in this series, I'm like, oh, fuck you. But I love Hades. I love him. Girl, we were just talking about how it's criminal that you haven't read Lord Lippis. I'm about to get my Judge Judy gavel and be like, bitch, you are guilty of having bad taste. Oh, guilty. Guilty. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I, I am nothing apologetic. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, you're saving yourself heartbreak because then you have to wait every week <laughs> to get an update. So in a way, it's almost better to let it like build and then you can be like, Ooh. I can't. Yeah. Every time I get to a stopping point, I just <laughs> restart the series. I've read the series so many times. See, Hades is so great. I'm like, how am I, how am I going to settle for any man? Because I love Hades so much. Like, I need all of Hades' dogs. All of them. Them. all of them the all fluffy of them. one too even the fluffy small one. <laughs> oh my god the little rage monster of doom yes if it's his i'll take it any other person i'll be like Ugh. oh my god but i meant to say earlier i meant to say earlier and this doesn't have to be on the podcast but how nice is it to have a president with a fucking dog if you don't like dogs something's wrong with you i'm like something's wrong there's something yeah. about the american visual dream that there's a dog involved well, the dogs are so good Trump is just afraid for all of his toupees. If he had a dog. I think a dog wouldn't handle him. I think they would smell the evil off. Off that whole family, off that whole administration. They'd be like, no, I'd rather go pee in a kittle and a pound than be around you. Dang. Yeah, dogs Ugh. smell evil, dude. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. They, they pick up on energy just as well as, like, other people do. But some really cool things that happen now that we're getting into the next segment of our um we do have a sec we have a section called big move monday uh so we're dedicating this to malik senegal he became the youngest african-american certified boeing seven 777 pilots yeah triple sevens triple sevens uh he what's funny about him and what's very like um i would say sweet sweet endearing. and endearing and a little bit like sweet naive is that he didn't know that he didn't care <laughs> yeah. he? how old is he 23 23 oh good oh that's so good for him and so boeing actually reached out to him and was like you're like the youngest <laughs> african-american certified pilot because um the triple seven is the largest twin jet engine in the world and most pilots don't get to that level until they're older usually like their 40s their 50s you know while they're flying other planes around and then this this young man strolls in and he's like oh yeah no top shelf i'm like top tier i'm here and ready Wait, to what's his name what's his name what's malik, his name again? malik senegal oh thanks malik for making me feel like an old worthless piece of shit what have I done in my, <laughs> yeah, I, I think what's really funny is he's like, oh, that's me. Well, fuck. <laughs> and it's like, you're so focused on getting to the end of the road. You don't even realize, oh, I'm the youngest. Oh, I'm, well, okay, cool. I'm gonna go fly some planes. Like, that's good for him. Congratulations to Malik. I have so many things I need to reevaluate about my life now. Thank you, Malik, for that. Oh, I know, right? He he straight up said, like, basically, the biggest reason for him 
to fly that airplane is that he wanted to fly to Anchorage, Alaska, which was his favorite place in the world. So like, what's funny is like, I feel like most people have been like, I wanted to do this because of some like bigger reason, but I feel like his reasons are so like pure, pure, so pure. you know, it's like, oh, I just wanted to travel to this one place. I'm like, that is, no one just says that, but also I'm sure there's people who say that, but that's so sweet. <laughs> Google Anchorage, Alaska, and be like, what made this boy so excited to go there to do, do good things? My Southern coming out. I'm, oh, that's like, all the beautiful things. My mom wants to take a trip to Alaska, and she's like, we can stay in the igloos and an ice palace. And oh, my, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> my mom is all about it. <laughs> Your mom. Well, good for him. Congratulations. God, I love like. That's amazing. And just to go, just to go to his favorite place. That's so sweet. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm going to learn how to fly so I can go to Japan and get my favorite bowl of ramen from my favorite place in Tokyo. Okay, sure. <laughs> and not just fly, but like, I'll fly the largest <laughs> that we have on earth. Let's do it. God, I love hearing about people achieving that kind of stuff. It's such a feel good. That's so, oh, I love that. 2020, we need that. Oh, I love that. Now we're going on a girl's trip to Anchorage, Alaska. I'm be like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> purple nurples, because it's so cold. Like, fucking move up there. Oh yeah, because they're red up there still. Ah, well, sad. We'll all, we'll all just, like, infiltrate a I was trying time. to block that one bitch out. That moose hunting bitch. Who? <laughs> you know, the crazy moose uh, lady from... <laughs> oh, well, I thought y'all heard in Canada a white moose was killed by a poacher. They haven't found the poachers, but white moose are very, uh, they're very significant Drop. to, uh, you know, indigenous tribes. Like, white moose, white buffalo, that kind And it's just, like, number one, why do you got to kill it? It was mine. It's own business. Like, were you starving? Are you a hundred? Like, no. And number two, it has huge cultural and spiritual significance. Yeah. And it's just like, that's disgusting. So thank you for that human yeah. being. Oh, you know, so all you know. the feel good out of our feel good. Never mind, Malik. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, baby. Here's our big move Monday. Some asshole in Alaska <laughs> being a dick. Oh my God. In other news. No, but that sucks. Like, I mean, no, I don't like it when people are shooting for game and then they're like, oh, we're just going to shoot it. And I'm like, but are you going to eat it? Are like, you if it's part of your culture to shoot and hunt and to eat, that's fine. Like, Inuits have that culture and any kind of, like, store-bought stuff is very expensive. It's very privileged for people to be like, oh, why do you hunt the animals? Like, because, like, fruits are 30 bucks. Like, you can't, you have to survive. You have to eat. And I don't, I don't ever judge people. <laughs> But when you do it for sport, it just to make you smell pee-pee, feel real big, like, then you're gross. But Malik, you added a lot to my day, so thank you. That's really good. I'm so sorry. Congratulations to Malik. <laughs> and then um, going on, there is a quick call to action as a favor to a friend of mine. So this friend of mine, actually, she has a disability. She has fibromyalgia. Oh, poor baby. Um, and then she's also been struggling to find a job, a, like a job to keep for good. Um, and this has been something that's been going on with her for the past few years. So she does have a GoFundMe. Her name is Maheen Ruby. That's her artist tag. Um, basically, she um, is trying to stay up with her rent. 
trying to make sure that she's keeping enough money over like so that way she can support herself she doesn't really have stable um medical insurance so i'm just kind of shouting her out because she is a good friend of mine from high school she's trying to raise about five grand just so that way she can upkeep with her med medication costs keeping a roof over her head um in monterey um so if you guys want to go check out her gofundme um yes. i'll go ahead and repost it on my podcast page so that way you guys can go see it but it's called maheen's illness ongoing health costs um so that way we can support each other during the pandemic i especially empathize with those folks who um need medications to keep themselves kind of grounded and center um especially during a time where like there's a lot of uncertainty so i just want to help and actually get the word out uh because she's been such a good person and like again a good friend of mine like since 2000 and fucking like five so um i like how people with pre-existing conditions are punished for having pre-existing conditions yeah and i like how they're just like punished or it's like how handicapped people they can't have an income larger than x or they won't get disability and it's like they're they're already disabled. You don't gotta beat them down more. Right? Rude. Like, like is is fine. Like you can take my taxes. It's fine. That it's fine. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that about your friend. Uh, what's her? Uh, it, does she have a specialty? Does she have like? Uh, she's an artist. She's uh, an artist. Okay. Yeah. So she does a lot of canvas art. She makes jewelry. She used to have like a small studio to herself, but unfortunately, that didn't. That was unable like to be discontinued because of the pandemic um yeah and so she's just really trying to get by she's like very intelligent like she knows how to do administrative work and she does computer science um but oh damn so we have an artist and we have a computer science person oh this girl got left and right brain oh well damn yeah but a lot of the times her disability gets in the way of her job um, yeah she experiences chronic pain so like i feel like it's just like i know she's really doing her best out there like she's not the type of person to be like like you know just waiting with her hand out for no reason exactly yeah. so like i just want to try to support her and just making sure that she feels supported uh through like the folks that she knows that she can trust so. i have a friend who also suffers from some kind of immuno issue where maybe it's not fibromyalgia but it is chronic pain mm -hmm. and they don't want that it's i have seen her in her bed just like it i have seen her at the time fiance just he even got short with me because he was just losing his mind and it's just like there's nothing you there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can do and it's just the most frustrating thing because it's not an exact science they have exactly like but it's just like these people hate it too they don't like it too they're they're brilliant wonderful people and they have so much to do for this world and they are hindered by their bodies and it's just it's just so ridiculous it's so sad it's so awful. i will gladly donate yes <laughs> oh thank you yes <laughs> i wasn't trying to pressure you into the end it's like and you I'll want my money okay here you go <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i always try to do like a quick call to action to make sure we support our folks in our community um but yeah uh ashley please remind us how to find you onto interwebs Okay, so at Twitch, you can find me at HackAttack25, H-A-C-K-A-T-T-A-C-K-25. And on Twitter, you can find me at AshHacks, A-S-H-H-A-C-K-S. -S. <laughs> on, on Instagram, you can find me at HackAttack Gameplay. And all those things are full of crap. Don't follow. Okay. <laughs> she's fucking hilarious like i need you guys to give her more love um no and all the love that she deserves because like again like when i was like nerdy and dirty 
Ashley. Right? Like, I was like, well, what did we talk about? Because I'm like, I will talk about anything. And I was I'm like, happy y'all didn't ask about my current sex life because I'd be like, well, there's a pile of dust in my person. <laughs> Because I have it, it's it's COVID and I, I'm a single person and it's like, I don't even want to even, like, I was kind of talking to a guy and it didn't work out because it's like, mm-hmm. how are we going to date? You know, how are we going to date? And then he was working at a place where um, he had to be around people and I have friends who are, you know, compromised and stuff. And it's like, I can't really, and I'd rather, it's just yeah. a thing. And it's like, you, and I, and I don't want to risk it. And it's just like, I'm the type of person where I'm like, I'm a touchy person. I have to see if we have good chemistry in person and I want to have sex and all that stuff. So it's like, COVID is just a nightmare for people like us for dating. So it's just like dirty. I'm like, yes, I will take any kind of dirty right now. <laughs> Yeah. And I fully acknowledge that, like the dating thing, I, it's, I am so lucky. Like I will acknowledge that I'm so lucky that I've been seeing this wonderful man for the past like few years. I don't see a pic of him. I don't see a pic. Like after this, I want you to send me a pic. Oh yeah. I'll send you a pic later. I'll send you a pic later. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's just been so sweet and super nice. And like, we've been like toughing through this whole pandemic thing. Cause we're used to going to stuff. And like, I used to throw so many parties. Like I was a party, oh, I was a party host. I would have driven up. So I live in LA for people who don't know. I would have driven the four to five hours to go to one of your parties. And I would have oh. loved for you to crash here. Like yeah. you would, could crash. You would get rid of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, it's just like one of those things. Like I've been like, I haven't thrown a party for a full year and it's like, I'm having a weird itch. Like I haven't seen like all my friends in one space in a really long time. So like, that's my weird thing. But like, as for people who are trying to date or trying to get some and like underneath, they just, it's hard. If you're mindful of what's happening and you're mindful of your friends, you, you can't, you can't. And I, I am, um, my family, my, my parents are 70, like you can't. And it's almost like, it's even worse than an STD. Cause it's like, mm, I don't know, because they may go and you, you can't control what other people do. You can't, you can't control your partner. You can't control who you're dating. And if they're going to go date other people, you know, which is in their right, you know, but it's like, are you going to bring that back to me? So COVID in a sense is kind of like an STD. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't oh, know no. if you're come or if you're going to actually suffer and then, you know, ultimately, like, you know, pass away. Like, it's it's risky. And I, like, I, I, I've been single for a while and I've dated, but I've never met anybody where I've been like, oh, I want to be with you because it just, it just never worked out either. It, they weren't a fan on their side or my side. I wasn't a fan, but it's just like, this year has definitely been like, okay, we're going full none. Okay, let's do this. Fuck. <laughs> it, it is. It is good to take a break. It is good because I think uh, sex was losing its meaning for a bit, and I'm definitely in a space where, like, I do not regret my amazing sexual adventures. I will never say that. I had an amazing time. I, I have. I have uh, dated so many amazing men. I've had so many adventures. I'm very happy. I was a sexually active crazy person but as i'm older i'm like i don't want to have sex until we until we talk about dating because it's too much emotional output for so little especially with how some of these men fuck it's like oh god <laughs> you were not right. worth the effort listen been there been there where it's like this is a lot of effort for like the two seconds that we got here like let's let's i don't know man yeah i tend to have a habit also of choosing men who are too busy for me and it's just like, oh, great. I, I, ha- I am attracted to men who have goals and ambitions. 
but I am not their line of sight. And it's just yeah. like, I've learned not to fuck those guys because it's like, I'm going to be giving myself something and they're going to be so busy with moving upward, which is what they should do. I, I don't blame them. Make your money, have fun. But it's like, I'm too much of a Leo. I'm too prideful. I'm like, Ooh, if you don't give me attention, I'm out. <laughs> no, is a listen. Leo and we've we like it's I, I would say it's one of the contentious things in our relationship is the balancing yeah time and energy. and it's like I deserve attention and I'm, I'm a pretty great partner and I'm a pretty like I, I don't want to blow up my gas too much but it's like I'm not going to waste my time on someone who's not going to waste time on me you know well, what I mean to be reassuring I have been in the same boat where I've dated from jazz musicians to to mm -hmm. like you know creatives to folks who have like well established foundations of their career and they want up 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 and but, it's like but like the thing is like what's really differentiating them it doesn't matter like if they're like oh you're not in my line of sight you're not a priority then it's like why are you wasting my time so yeah. that whole meme is bullshit and to reassure everybody like if they're not texting you back within like the hour or like making some sort of effort to communicate within the thank after. You. It's thank you. not worth the time. And don't let anybody make you feel like you're tripping about it because you're not. If, you, if it takes you, and I understand that people are busy, but if it takes you a whole fucking day or two days to get back to me, no, absolutely not. Like absolutely. I am immediately, like my attraction to you has diminished by 50%. Absolutely. Because it's like, I, 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 I understand I've been in that boat where I've been tied up in meetings. I have done this, but it's like, you can't take two minutes to be like, I'm thinking about you. I'll get back to you tomorrow because right. today's crazy. <gasps> like, do not like, Oh, you think you're going to lick my pussy now? Oh, hell no. I like, suck on that. I, especially because I feel like, <laughs> especially because I feel like women give a lot of themselves and we just naturally give attention to men they're not used to doing the same and they don't understand i have to do the same and it's like uh no bye <laughs> yeah. like exactly yeah and so it, it's a, it's an ego thing it's a lot but it's just like if i'm not going to be in your top three or top four then don't fucking talk to me because i understand if you have a family or like this like i get especially for dating but like my ego i'm like i know <laughs> i'm not 20 something i'm not going to take morsels like, no, I want the full guy. Yeah. You're super well adjusted about it. Like it's the truth. Like if they're not going to get back to you within a couple of days, like it's done. Like, and I'm a romantic. I want you to think about me. I want you to think yeah. about me as much as I think about you. People are like, that's too high expectation. I'm like, then I'd rather be single because I'd rather yeah. date someone who, where I'm on their mind. And I don't think that's too much to ask for. Yeah, Cause then, then that's an underlying issue for later. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm not going to take morsels. Like you're going to give me a whole fucking cake. If you want to eat this cake, like, mm -hmm. come on. <laughs> And I think a lot of it is uh are you guys originally from California? Are you guys originally from California? So I'm originally from Texas. So maybe things are a bit different, but it's just like I just notice how there are so many guys who are cargo shorts and they're dating these gorgeous women. And it's like, what? And it's just like, I don't feel like a lot of men in Cal, maybe it's just my dating. Maybe I'm just a bad dater. I don't know. But it's just like, I ask you to think about me and it's like, oh my God, a leash. And it's like, no, what? And maybe my, maybe Texan men in my experience were just a No, bit you are not wrong. Like, I, I know I come biased because I'm currently in the relationship, but like, I'm currently in a relationship right now, but like I've been hoeing around like throughout college. <laughs> I've had a couple- around. 
I've had a couple of situations where like I thought I was gonna legit like be with this one person for the rest of my life regardless if he would text me back an hour later or two weeks later I'm like man I want to be with him even though he's being a piece of shit right now and he's saying that he's not ready for me like you know I've had those sparkly dumb eyes starstruck bullshit like things happen mm-hmm. to me and so like I just want to make it very clear that like like I said, if they're not communicating and they're making a very, very bad excuses saying I'm too busy right now, or just saying like, just finding excuses to say like, I want you to be a priority, but not really. So I'm just going to keep you wrapped around in my back pocket. Or if they truly do have a lot going on and they don't mean to be that way, then it's like, I'm not going to be on top of your list. Reaching out or dating, you know? Yeah. Like, what's the, even the point? So, like, I've been through it, like, so many times, and I've actually had to call a couple guys, like, you're, like, they're being fuckboys, and they're, like, no, V, you're just being crazy. I'm, like, no, I'm not being crazy, because, like, why are you, like, giving all your attention to that fucking 125-pound girl over there on the left? Like, (laughs) fucking break. And so, when I met my current um, significant other, like, he texts me all the time. He's being very polite. He would tell me things that were happening through his day. And he's also a very busy guy. Like, he does a lot of, like, cybersecurity. And so, like, oh. yeah. And, and also, like, he has a bunch of friends. And he used to travel to do, like, Magic to Gathering. Like, convent- oh, I love him already. Yeah. Um, and so like he has to do drafting and he had to like meet up with friends to make sure he's playing games to stay up to par and he's also doing pen testing so it's like he was also really busy but he made sure like the first like four months of us doing like hanging out and doing stuff like he was paying attention and then he lightened up a little bit being like okay I really need to get back into doing what my what I'm normally doing but I really want you to stick around and like hang out and be the he put as that. much effort into you as you were going to put into him and exactly. that's what I've been looking for I am so ready to put 100% effort but so many men want to put like 60 70 maybe even 80 and I'm like that's not how this works that's not I'm gonna be happy I'm gonna go crazy yeah. I'm a crazy person like I'm an emotional person like I accept this <laughs> and and like I, maybe not crazy, but it's just like, I'm not going to waste my time. And to think you should think I should be happy with 50 to 60 is a testament to your arrogance and ego. And I really feel bad for the girl you're actually going to end up being with. And I think it's just that kind of idea that I even had a friend where it's just like, you have two high expectations. And I'm like, well, you're wrong because I think having proper chemistry and wanting to be thought about and having putting effort into me is a big deal. And it's like, I'm sorry if I don't want to fuck the guys you want to hook me up with just because they're rich. They're so ugly. They were so ugly. She tried to hook me up with this guy, but they're rich. They're fucking disgusting and they were rude. And I was like, no, I'm not sucking their scabby dicks for a couple thousand dollars. I'm okay. Yeah. And like, and it's just like, it's that kind of thing where it's hard to find someone. I found amazing friends out here, amazing friends who will put the hundred percent effort into you as you will into them. But that's what I'm having. And maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I'm not California guys kind of thing. And I totally get that. Like I'm, I'm loud. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call it your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm petty. Like I get it. Maybe my dramatic self is better fitted in the South. I don't know. <laughs> and, but like, I just find that I see a lot of men not wanting to put in as much effort And it's just like, I can't do that because I will literally like drag you across the pavement with my words. Yeah. No, make them learn. And that's what I'm trying to tell all my girlfriends that like, feel like they're not, that they're not worth it. I'm like, no, you need to make them learn whether if they stick with you or not, like make, like, it doesn't have to be a whole romanticized novelistic lesson. It's just more so like, okay, so you're being a shit ass. I'll move on. And and that's how I felt about like a lot of guys before, like I, I stopped with cash. Like I was like, I don't need to date anybody. I don't need to swipe for anybody. Like I'm over this. Like I, 
Like I can like, do whatever I want. And I'm not, and I wasn't even like death. And I pick up the same vibe from you. Like I wasn't even like desperate or constantly looking. It was just those who like happened to cross my path and I'm like, Oh, okay. You seem cool. And then they started to do some fuckboy shit. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> Bye. I'm, over it. I'm over it. Like this is a pattern and you're going to tell me that you're different next it's okay to want to be on someone like i have to tell women it's okay to want to be on their like radar it's okay to be want to be talked to every day it's okay to want attention but any guy who tells you less is just too busy jacking off to cod with his buddies and being racist like it's you know like it's it's just that kind of gaslighting and it's like that's a proper 50 50 relationship and women deserve just as much as men and women give more than men on a lot of occasions and i feel like it's like we need to stop doing that <laughs> we really need to and i've definitely learned where it's like hey i want to give you 100 percent uh well i guess i'll give you this oh bye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and i love being older i love turning 30 because it was like all of my levels for bullshitting just dropped. Like I was like, oh, never mind, never again. Like, yeah. oh, I can't. Okay, well, you're a fuck boy. Have a great life. I understand you probably have a MAGA hat in your closet somewhere. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I and I'm just like, I'm too smart for that. I'm too good for that. And I'm like, look, I, like, come on, fuck off. You know, and it's just like head is on completely tight you are fine. Yeah. I, you, again, I think you have the right mindset for all of this and you are not crazy. I mean, I know you're saying you're crazy, but like, you're not crazy in like the way that they would interpret. Crazy. The reason people like a woman demanding that she's owed the same is crazy. And even when they try, even if it is out of like, even if it is out of apology, even if it is out of mistake, like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't get back to you. Like, even if they do me, it's like, why did you fucking think of me for two days? Like, how, how dare you <laughs> in a way? And it's just like, I'm, I'm a what, goddess. <laughs> I'm a goddess. Are you fucking nymphs? Like, you know, and it, it, it's, it's just more like, I want to be on your mind though. And it's just like, it's such an ego thing too. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, I'm like all about communication and I don't do passive aggressiveness and I don't do that. But it's just mm -hmm. the fact where it's like, expecting a whole hundred percent is like <gasps> i was like okay then i'm gonna be single forever if this is what yeah. it's like with men yeah that's fine <laughs> and i think this is also gives you a great opportunity to really cultivate your identity um because that's something it's that been I feel fun. Like, yeah and i think that's something that a lot of people miss when they're like in the dating scene and all that stuff that they get so wound up and like obsessive over dating obsessive being with somebody and that they forget that it's important to cultivate your identity yeah. as well and so once you cultivate and like secure your identity and you know exactly who you are then the whole idea of dating is like it's just supplemental yeah become supplemental and then it also becomes one of those things, like if it is supplemental, well, I want, I'm going to put an effort to this, but like, then you feel more secure as a person that like, mm, if I'm still single, it's fine. And it's so nice because it's like, I'm, I am happy being single. I love myself, but of course, yeah. like who doesn't want a great, awesome partner, you know, and that sounds wonderful, but it's like, I am assured of myself and I'd love myself to be like, I don't want to be rung around like that. It's exhausting. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, I'd rather go hang out in my bathtub with my wine and be like, oh, <laughs> Like, and like and like charge up old reliable and be like get on AO3. <laughs> to be fair, I may move back to Texas in a year or two. Uh V, you had a you had a tweet today about how hard it is to like be your own person in California. Well, it's just like in Texas, I could have a house by now. I could have yeah. a house. And a I make 
You can have two houses. I have, I have three. I I've have been in San Antonio for, what, seven years? I eight love years? San I love San Antonio. And the sticker shock moving back here, I was like, I forgot how insane. It's exhausting. And I, and I love California. California was only meant to be an adventure and a chance to grow and to do what I want. And now I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back and be able to afford a home. No, it's so depressing. And like also COVID has made it so like if we all can go remote, like then it's fine to move wherever Bye. in the country. Like, and that's, and that was like my identity crisis right now. It's like, it's not that I hate my roommates because I don't. It's not that I... You're almost 30. How old are you? 29, 28? Yeah, I'm 29. Yeah. Same. So, so I'm 20. I'm 31 and I still kind of have roommate situation going on. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want to have roommates. It's the fact that like I envisioned to be in my own spot, in my own space, to have agency over myself. I don't... It's not that I am... Titties. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not trying to like compromise too much, but there is a little bit of compromisation. Like if I walk into the kitchen, the kitchen's a mess. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't do this. Or, or sometimes like, you don't even want to clean up. You're just like, I have to clean up, but I really just want to leave it. But I have to clean up. Because <laughs> it's like my roommates who make the mess. Or it's like if someone like leaves... And I know she's not doing it on purpose, but it's like if she leaves like hair in the drain. Yeah. Like... Oh, God. I'm like... Ugh. And then I have to send like a text or knock on the door and be like, Hey, can you pick this up? Like, you know, and, and, and likewise, the same with me. Like, I'm sure I've like left shit around and like, they probably don't like it as well, but like, I don't know. Um, and so it's just, I want to have like a better sense of like agency over myself in my own space, but like, I can't afford it. Like I'm looking for apartments for like a studio in San Jose and like the minimum is two grand and I don't even make that like on a single paycheck right now. California is insane and they wonder that i heard a no they wanted to do this because people are moving they're fucking leaving they wanted to tax people who were moving it's unconstitutional it's not going to pass and won't pass but it's like when you're the guy where all your girlfriends leave you maybe you should look in the mirror and be like hmm. there's you know. also like I, this can be a whole other podcast but like I also am suspect like the reason why things are going up is because the amount of people that are coming in for the tech jobs and like I'm not even fucking tech people I know and so like because I see people on Twitter and all that not like come in for all the tech jobs and then like the amount of customer service jobs that I've had where everyone that I've had to talk to on the phone like has like like you know they're like oh like well I moved from this country to have this tech job I'm like well that's fucking nice and like I'm not like against immigration like everybody comes to America to find a different opportunity to find an opportunity to grow but it's like why is everyone coming here like it's yeah. fucking go to utah go to north dakota yeah. go like, somewhere go, else go so go to Mon fucking montana but like they come here i was like i like montana <laughs> <laughs> but it's like i go to montana because like this is where all the tech hubs are it's like where facebook is i'm next door to fucking netflix and roku like i always found that it's funny that companies choose the most expensive cities to stay in and it's like go in a suburb in north carolina or something, you know, where people can afford housing and they can afford a, a suburb and they can afford stuff for their kid. Like I've never understood that. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is it's like prices didn't start going up until they moved in. That's so, true. That's true. So like Amazon is building a campus in Gilroy, which is in the middle of Monterey and San Jose. And then Amazon moved into East Palo Alto, which is like near Menlo Park. And like all the East Palo Alto homes went up. Skyrocketed. And so it's like, go to Texas, go to West. Go West to West. Texas. Like, oh, yeah. there's so much land there. There's so much land there. 
Yeah, there's so much land there and like just find another way to implicate things. But my whole thing is like, there's so many people moving into California that people who have lived here in California their whole lives are being driven out. Like I'm one of those people where it's like, I might have to move to Reno. I might have to move to Washington. I, I don't know where I might have to go, but the thing is- okay. Washington is very humid. It's very humid. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Texas. It's very humid. I'm like, girl, you're gonna have to get the extra conditioner. You have to get. You're gonna have to get the good cocoa butter because that is. <laughs> it's just get My hair doesn't too. No one is safe. No one is safe. But yeah, it's a huge depression. It, I mean, not yep. depression, but like it's it's just it enables a lot of depression in my side because like like I said in that tweet that I had earlier, it's like I didn't envision myself being thirty years old with a bunch of fucking roommates. Like I envisioned myself being in my own spot, having my own identity, being able to control my environment the way that I wanted my environment to be controlled, and I don't have that. Like I'm living in somebody else's house. I'm paying rent to her. I'm having to compromise with two other people and it's not like 100% sucks because I'm lucky to have good roommates, but it still sucks. Nonetheless, we, it's like our adulthood was kind of taken away from us in a way where it's just like, oh, we just were like millennials. It's fine. Yeah. Like, and I, I, and that's why I plan on going back to Texas because it's like, it's such a trade-off though, because Texas is a red state. It's ranked 48th and I think women's healthcare, but at the same time, it's like a girl, like a quick example. I, I have a baby tooth. It needs to get out because it's it's moving. It can be open to infection. I know, I know. But guess what? An implant here would be $4,100. $4,100 for an implant for this fang right here. Texas, it's 2000 And that is just one example of how much money you save just by moving to a different state. And I, I remember you know, at my company, like what, what if my, one of my leads or one of my companies, like the, the company's based in Emeryville. And, uh, he's like, why don't you come up and live here? And I'm like, are you going to pay for the move? No. Are you going to pay me anymore to, because it's more expensive in San Francisco, Emeryville area? He's like, no. Yeah. Then I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking move up there. He's like, but the experience and don't let your wants for this get in the way. I'm like, I'm not 20 year. I'm not 20 anymore. Like that's not going to work for me. I want to be comfortable. Like I, I know my worth. I know, I know my skill set. I, I know what I'm worth and I'm not going to live on a, especially with what's going on with San Francisco with the homelessness issue. I'm not going to live off a street with needles on the ground while you live in a $2 million home, you know, and I, that's not, this not going to happen, right. especially when you don't even want to offer to help. It's just the yeah. arrogance of like, you should move up here for the experience. It's like, I would love the experience. That sounds great. Are you going to pay me more? No, I have pride, <laughs> you know? No, yeah. fuck off. Exactly. It's like, mm -mm. like, yeah, you would be in a less than 800 square foot apartment and you would just be squished up. You would have I'd no be paying $1,500 for that 800 square. I would be paying 15 to 16 to 17 for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be starving. I'd be fucking starving. It's depressing. On a lighter note, <laughs> um, I just want to thank everybody for listening today. We do need to close out because it's getting pretty late. <laughs> but, wow, I know. I was like, this is the longest episode I know. I've ever done. No, this is good shit. Um, Ashley, I'm sure I'm going to invite you again if you don't Yay! mind. Yes, Ashley, you're awesome. I did scare y'all. This was so much fun. <laughs> I'm so glad. And then I will probably, um, ooh. I've been doing this for those who, who have, like, helped contribute to the show, but I have these cool little mugs. I'm probably going to send one to you. So. I know you guys can't see it, but she sees I it. Can see it. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it because I saw that. I saw your design on your SoundCloud, and I was like, oh, that's really cute. 
Yeah. So I'll send that over to you in LA. Um, so you can drink your tea or whiskey, yeah. whatever you desire. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think, uh, I think today was a really good episode. If, if you guys want to listen to us on SoundCloud, please find us at Lady Blurred Sing the Blues. Again, Lady Blurred Sing the Blues. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's Lady Blurred's podcast. We're also on Don't Cast and Drive's Facebook. Yes. Uh, so if you guys want to follow us there, please go there to follow us. We're still working on the RSS feed thing. So like hopefully, you know, in the future, we're going to get on Apple or Spotify podcasts. There's also Google podcasts now. So I'll probably look into that as well. Um, but those are tentative. Again, thank you, Ash. Again, oh, this was so nice. As soon as you asked me, like, oh, <laughs> Kylie, this happened last week. I thought the thing was last said. Oh no! <laughs> no, she <laughs> froze. Wait, because she's not muted. Oh! <laughs> is this where we end it? I think this is where we end it. This is where we Let her know that she froze up. Uh, okay. Well, anywho, yeah. Thanks again, everybody, for joining Lady Blurred's uh, Lady Blurred's Sing Sing the Blues. This is your girl, sometimes me and Kylie. Too smart. Okay, good. I think my internet. Can y'all see me? <laughs> and Ashley's back. And Ashley's oh, I'm so back. sorry. Ashley, go <laughs> say goodbye. <laughs> we already told everybody after uh, never closing. I up. am so sorry, guys. We have spectrum, so you can imagine how that's like. Uh, <laughs> I am Ashley. Uh, I am Ashley. I go by Hackatech25 on Twitch. Ash Hacks on Twitter, and I go by Hackatag Gamely on Instagram. This was such an amazing time. I had such a great time. I cannot wait to come back on. You girls are amazing and lovely, and my life is better just because y'all are in it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Bye.